Why has Triple H been so successful? Why is Triple H running WWE better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard on Monday and Friday night? Long-term booking. Thank you so very much for joining me right here on a monumental off the script. This is your WWE Survivor Series 2023 post show. I'm JD from New York. As always, coming to you live from the OTS venue. Thank you guys so very much for joining me on your Saturday evenings, wherever you may be. It is November 25th, 2023, and I'm... uh, I'm in shock, man. I I really am in shock. I um I didn't really know what to expect tonight, honestly. I was I was going into it and, and it was a little bit more of a a beautiful thing for me because I wasn't really anticipating it happening, to be quite honest with you. I was going into it not really expecting much. I I, I really had convinced myself that the Royal Rumble was and a lot of people, a lot of my colleagues that the Royal Rumble was probably the best place for CM Punk to show up if he was to make a return to WWE. And tonight, after that War Games match, where Team Cody, with the help of Randy Orton, vanquished the Judgment Day, CM Punk, the unthinkable has happened. CM Punk, after all of the vile after all of the disgusting things that he said about WWE many, many, many years ago, to come out of retirement after seven years and join AEW only for Tony Khan to fire him because of a backstage incident. I know. I know. It's unbelievable. After a backstage incident at All In Wembley with Jack Perry, Fired is now back in uh, WWE, man. You know, a lot of people are going to hate this move. A lot of people are going to hate this move. I don't hate the move. I don't. I don't know why you fans have to hate the move. I don't know why fans are going to... I guess, let me rephrase that. I I understand that fans are going to not like this move. CM Punk is going to be the one that has to live with his decision. He's going to have to be the one to live with the decision that he's made. I don't run CM Punk's life. You don't run CM Punk's life. We can view from the outside looking in and we can call him a hypocrite and this and that. We don't really know what's going on. We don't know how much money the man was offered. We don't know what the WWE promised him. We don't know how things are going to change. We don't know any of the backstage workings, who he spoke to, who he didn't speak to. We don't know what the fucking WWE machine has planned for him going into WrestleMania season. 
I, I don't care. I don't care. If it happens, it happens. If it didn't happen, it didn't happen. That was the that was the POV that I went into Survivor Series with. Now he's here. Now he's here. What are you going to do about it? Cry? WWE's Twitter page, the video that they put up with his entrance tonight is already over 4 million views in a half an hour. You mean to tell me that CM Punk is not a draw? CM Punk is going to draw attention to everything that he does, no matter where he is, no matter who he's in the ring with, no matter what he is doing. He did it when he was away from pro wrestling. Monday Night Raw is going to be the most must-see Monday Night Raw maybe since the pipe bomb. Honestly. Since that day in Vegas where he cut the pipe bomb on John Cena, it's going to be the most must-see Monday Night Raw that we've seen since then. And I told you guys from the beginning, I made it a statement that, all right, I think Punk is going to be back. How I would do it is not in Chicago at Survivor Series. I would wait for the Royal Rumble. He doesn't really fit into the Survivor Series plans. Well, WWE worked around that. They gave you Orton. They teased Orton not being there. They even had a fucking plan of Randy Orton being taken out and putting CM Punk in the match. Only for Randy Orton to come out, do his shit, pop the crowd, baby faces go over, they go home, cult of personality hits... And the fucking building, I'm surprised they're still standing. 17,000 plus. CM Punk back in the WWE is only going to be a good thing, folks. Appreciate it. Seriously. You don't have to watch. You don't have to watch me. Yet I got 6,300 fucking people in here. Of course, the one fucking stream I do without a goddamn fucking hat on. 6,300 people in here. What the fuck does that say, man? If CM Punk didn't show up, I want to theoretically think about it this way. If CM Punk didn't show up, I'd be sitting here with, I don't know, 3,000, 3,500 people. CM Punk showed up, 6,500 people in the fucking shit. This is WrestleMania night one numbers that we're fucking reaching right now. You need to tell me CM Punk is not eliciting excitement right now? You mean to tell me you're not excited about CM Punk back in WWE on Monday Night Raw with a live microphone in his hand on Monday, the first thing that you see? I know I am. I know I am. CM Punk has things that he has to work out. CM Punk wears his heart on his sleeve. CM Punk is an emotional human being. We all are. That's why I like him. He's an emotional human being. He wears his heart on his sleeve. You know what he is thinking in the moment that he's thinking. He doesn't hide his feelings. That's why a lot of people respect CM Punk. The people that are not going to respect CM Punk are the things that he said about this company eight years ago, nine years ago, and now he is back working for them. They all come back. They all come back. Hulk Hogan came back. The Ultimate Warrior came back. Bruno Sammartino came back. Sting. Sting was vehemently against stepping foot in the WWE because he was so loyal to everybody else that he worked for. And even Sting walked through the WWE doors and had a WrestleMania match. 
My phone is blowing up with people legitimately shaking in excitement because of this move tonight. I don't care that CM Punk had problems. I don't care about what CM Punk said. I'm not sleeping next to April at night, though I wish many people wish they were. I'm not sleeping next to his wife at night. He is. I'm not having late-night conversations with his wife. He is. I'm not coming home to Larry and having to explain, you know, why I did this and why I did that. He has to do that. If you don't want to watch because CM Punk is back, then that is your choice not to watch the show. If you are a fan of CM Punk, you are over the moon excited about this. But whether you are a fan or you hate this move and have vowed to never watch WWE again, I'll tell you what, it's going to be your loss. It is going to be your mistake because WWE brought this man back to fucking absolutely shake the system up. It's exactly what they did. Do you honestly think Triple H, Triple H is a smart man? How many people I have to hear throughout my day, oh, Triple H is just as bad as Vince McMahon. (laughs) Triple H gets what he needs to do from Vince. I'm not saying Vince was the worst ever. Vince grew old and Vince grew out of touch. Triple H is not old and he's not out of touch and he knows what the fucking fans want. He knew the fans wanted Punk and he delivered CM Punk. I don't know who Punk met with. I don't. I don't really give a shit who he met with. Did he meet with Nick Khan? Did he meet with Vince McMahon? Did he meet with Triple H? Did he meet with Ari Emanuel? Did he meet with all four four of them? I don't fucking know. Who cares? Who cares how much money he's making? He showed up at the end of the show tonight, and now he will be on Monday Night Raw, and the world is going to be at the behest of WWE with their fucking eyes on their TV Monday. It's exactly what I wanted. I don't give a shit about his backstage problems. Do you want to know why? Because they are CM Punk's problems. That's CM Punk's problem to live with. I'm a YouTube content creator. So is everybody else in this space that does what I do. We look for CM Punk to be in the news. We look for CM Punk to cause a fucking chaos-ridden problem. We look for CM Punk to shake the system up. Because every time he does, it's always going to be something that people latch on to. How many people have been putting CM Punk in their titles for the last three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, six weeks, ever since he got fired from AEW? Those videos did better numbers than pay-per-view videos, than pay-per-view streams for a lot of people. A lot of people made some extra money this holiday season because of CM Punk and the news that he caused from August till now. I'm grateful for CM Punk being back. I know where my bread and butter is. I don't give a shit what problems he caused in the past. I don't give a shit what potential problems or red flags may occur now that he's back in WWE. The way that I look at it, Do you think that CM Punk is going to do what he did in AEW now, the second time around, in WWE? Do you genuinely think with the way that WWE is managed, 
that they're going to allow him to do what he did in AEW. Do you genuinely think that CM Punk being back in WWE, he's going to run that locker room the way that he did AEW's locker room? No. I don't understand why people have it in their heads that, oh, CM Punk is going to do the same thing. Give him a couple of months and he'll be right back to being fired, pal. I don't understand you people. The big difference between WWE and AEW is that WWE manages like a professional company. AEW does not. WWE has leadership. AEW does not. That's not a knock on AEW because they produce great fucking television when they want to produce great fucking television. But at the end of the day, where does the leadership go? WWE. AEW doesn't have leadership. They still don't have leadership. I don't know when they will get leadership. The locker room does not want to be taught. The locker room is not going to sit down and listen to a crafty veteran like CM Punk or anybody else that wants to walk through that locker room to give them advice on what they need to do. CM Punk is walking into a locker room of professionals. He doesn't need to give anybody advice now. CM Punk is going to be working with people that are greater than him. CM Punk is going to be working with people that are on equal level to him now. He's going to be walking into a locker room full of old acquaintances and old friends that he needs to apologize to. He's not going to be walking into a locker room filled with Darby's and Jungle Boys and Sammy Guevara's who want to go fucking out there doing 630s fucking killing themselves and breaking their neck every fucking night, or in this case, what got him fired, getting thrown on real glass like Jack Perry and then having Jack Perry fuck off, I'm going to do what I want to do. I don't need your advice. I'm sorry. I don't know why anybody cares about that. Why do you care about that? WWE's must-see value has just fucking gone through the roof now. SmackDown is incredibly vanilla. Monday Night Raw needed a fucking boost. It did. WWE television needed a boost. Now we're going to get it on Monday with CM Punk. I'm all for this move, and so should you. And again, you don't have to watch it. You don't have to sit there and watch what he says or watch what he does. But it's going to be your loss if you're going to take that that road and make that decision for yourself. Honestly. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. I'm a fan at the end of the day. I'm going to stay in my lane for this one. I could sit here and preach, oh, he's a hypocrite, oh, he's made this decision, he's got to live with it, blah, blah, blah. I already see Ryan sat in like a fucking absolute fucking degenerate low-life piece of shit Oh, well, uh, WWE wrote him back. This one didn't age well. (laughs) Nobody gives a shit what you have to say, Satin. Nobody. You don't even cover pro wrestling anymore. Shut your fucking mouth. I'm glad that he's back. Is he a hypocrite? Sure. I could sit here until I'm blue in the face tell you he's a fucking hypocrite. Do I care? 
Is what JD from New York on YouTube is gonna fucking call CM Punk a hypocrite? Is that gonna change his mind on what he what he needs to do and what he's gonna have to do and how much money he wants to make? Oh, JD don't like it. Ah, JD called me a hypocrite, man. Oh, the Solomonster called me a hypocrite, man. Oh, Stephen Larson called me a hypocrite. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Sure, is CM Punk a hypocrite? No fucking shit, Sherlock. Thanks, Columbo. How long did it take you to figure out that fucking case? CM Punk is best for business. He was best for business for AEW. The product has suffered ever since he left. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Collision. Collision on most weeks is completely unwatchable. Doesn't have the same vibe anymore. I heard they put on a good show tonight. I'm looking forward to watching what happened in the Continental Classic. Her Brody King and Eddie Kingston had a banger match. I'm going to watch it. But the show is not the same when CM Punk had left the company. Everything was just amplified when he was there. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Everything was better when he was there. Whether you like him or not, you don't think he's going to have the same effect here in WWE? What did you expect to happen? Did you really expect him to go to Impact? Where, where was he going to go? He's going to uproot his life. Yeah, let me leave Chicago and go live in Japan for fucking six months. No, it's not going to happen. No, he's not going to Japan. He's not going to MLW. He's not going to work the indies under a mask. He's not going to Impact. TNA, whatever the fuck they're calling themselves now. It was either WWE or if he didn't show up tonight, the speculation would be, oh, CM Punk is the devil. Until the Royal Rumble. And then the devil reveal would happen at World's End in December, and it wouldn't be Punk, and then the speculation would be, oh, Punk is going to be in the Rumble. It's just best for business. I said it once, and I said it a thousand fucking times. Do you not think about what Triple H is thinking ahead of everybody else? Seriously. Now, I didn't expect him to return so soon, but I'll tell you what. We'll get into it in a second. Do you realize what this does now for WrestleMania? Do you realize what this does for WrestleMania season? Unbelievable. Triple H, as soon, as soon as CM Punk was fired from w, from AEW, WWE, I knew, I knew that people were going to start coming up with theories and, oh yeah, he's on his way back. And Punk, Punk really wasn't shy about where he wanted to go, even when he was with AEW. Showed up behind WWE doors, showing up to Monday Night Raw while under WWE or while under AEW contract. He showed up at Monday Night Raw in December when they were in Chicago. He always wanted to be back there. He realized that the AEW thing was not going the way that he wanted. He eventually got fired. You don't think that Triple H, as soon as CM Punk was fired from AEW, didn't have visions of putting a microphone in this man's hand in 2023, bringing him back to the company after all these years and giving this man a live microphone on his show to say whatever the fuck he wants? 
Triple H can do whatever he needs to do to show how WWE is superior to AEW. It is not difficult for him to do that. It's not. But what Triple H can't do is go out there and be visceral with his words. He can't do that. He's too professional. He's the face of the company. But you know who could do that? CM Punk can certainly do that within the boundaries and within the guidelines of WWE. You don't think WWE is going to send this man out on Monday and the fucking world is going to burn down. You don't think this man is going to highlight where he was. You don't think this man is going to cry about how fucking unprofessional that other place was. And you're going to get meme after meme after meme about CM Punk being back in the WWE, putting down AEW on Monday Night Raw. Meanwhile, Triple H is going to be snickering like a little fucking schoolgirl in the back, rubbing his hands together like fucking uh, some evil villain. Laughing his ass off. Whatever they can do to stomp their foot onto AEW's face, they will do it. Where Triple H can't do that, CM Punk will be able to do that. That in itself was an attractive, hey, we need to go get CM Punk in WWE. Now, this vastly changes WrestleMania season. This vastly changes WrestleMania season. Big time. We were talking about Seth Rollins versus Gunther for the World's Heavyweight Championship. I don't think that's fucking happening anymore. I don't. That is not happening at WrestleMania anymore. Gunther may be the Intercontinental Champion as long as Roman Reigns is holding the Universal Championship at this rate. CM Punk is already factored into a main event slot at WrestleMania against Seth Rollins. There is nobody else. What do you do with him? CM Punk for Seth Rollins for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. You don't, you, you don't mean to tell me you're not interested in that match? You're not interested in what those two men can create? After the things that Seth Rollins has said, and now this man that he spoke ill will of is now staring him in the face? You don't think that's great storytelling? You're not here for that. Seth Rollins for CM Punk. Gunther now, honestly, in my opinion, has got a date with Brock Lesnar. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. 
A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time, from an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Gunther versus Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar going after the Intercontinental Championship. Let's just keep adding on to Gunther in the Intercontinental title reign that he has. Brock Lesnar would be the gravest challenge. He's already stated that Lesnar is his final boss. What better way to solidify the greatest Intercontinental title reign than having Lesnar go after it and Gunther beats Lesnar? Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Rey Mysterio versus... Santos Escobar. And whatever else you want to do. Jimmy versus Jey Uso. LA Knight versus Logan Paul. What else? What's next? Rhea Ripley versus Becky Lynch. EO versus Bailey. I don't know. Come up with something. I mean... WrestleMania season has just kind of just kind of transformed itself into something else on top of what we've already talked about. I don't know why anybody's not for this move. I, I, I genuinely don't understand why anybody is not for this move. This is probably the best decision that they made. WWE is not going to let what AEW did with CM Punk. They're not. Again, I have to reiterate, is CM Punk a hypocrite? Sure, but what business is it of yours to give a shit? I don't give a fuck. I'm here to make money. I'm here to be the best fucking live stream in the entire fucking wrestling space. And believe me, we got 8,200 fucking people in here. I didn't have this many people for WrestleMania. I didn't. And you don't want CM Punk back. The fuck do you give a shit about what I have to say about CM Punk? If you're not a fan of CM Punk, you don't give a shit. But if you do give a shit about CM Punk and you want to hear other people talk about CM Punk because you're a fan of CM Punk, that's why you're here. That's why you're here. Monday Night Raw became the most C Monday Night Raw since the pipe bomb. Just like Collision, the debut episode was must-see. Just like the first dance was the most must-see AEW show in the history of AEW. CM Punk does that. Nobody else can do that. What and who was doing that on current WWE television right now? What? Tell me what. The bloodline is over. It's nearing the end. They weren't even on the fucking show tonight. LA Knight is fantastic, but he's not the type of caliber superstar that CM Punk is. Randy Orton's back. He'll inject a nice little boost to WWE television. He looks fucking unbelievable. Seth Rollins, great champion, but he's not must-see. You're not tuning into Monday Night Raw to see Seth Rollins. 
Cody Rhodes. Love Cody Rhodes. But is Cody Rhodes, is what Cody Rhodes, what he was doing on Monday Night Raw, is it fucking lighting the world on fire? No. Every week, it's Judgment Day versus this one. Judgment Day versus that one. It's the same fucking matches every week. Who on WWE television? Gunther's the best thing about WWE television right now. 100%. And they got him wrestling the fucking Miz tonight. Nobody on current WWE television is doing what CM Punk is doing right now. Look at the fucking views that the man brought in. Now, Raw's ratings are going to be a very telltale sign by the fucking geeks because that's all they really view as metric. Ah, they they drew a 1-5. Punk is not a draw. I'm sorry, I, uh, I don't really base it on Monday Night Raw ratings going up against Monday Night Football. I, I don't base everything based on ratings. Sorry. I don't sit there until Alvarez reveals the ratings at 4.07 p.m. on a, Monday, on a Tuesday. I don't, I don't do that. I got things to do. Things are going to change here. Things are going to change. And for the better. Get used to it. I can't wait to see what happens next. Seriously. Now, WWE teased Punk all night. They didn't, they didn't fucking, I mean, I was at one point asking, I mean, if he's not showing up, first of all, where the fuck does he fit in? It's number one. He didn't fit in anywhere on this show. I mean, he's got no business with Judgment Day. I mean, what, put him on a team with Cody and Seth Rollins. Maybe he can make something out of it, and he can explain his way out of that one. But even if Randy Orton didn't show up tonight like they teased, WWE teased all night that Randy Orton was not there in the building. Meanwhile, his wife was sitting front row. We saw her on camera. She was on Instagram live, live streaming during the show. No, Randy Orton's wife is there. No, Randy's not going to be there. He flew his wife in. For one big troll. No. Now, Randy Orton was there. I like the way that they introduced Randy Orton to the actual match. But at one point during the show, I was asking, why are you teasing him not being there and then potentially not deliver CM Punk in the main event? You were really, really very close to playing with fire, honestly. And WWE has a nature, they have a way about them where they love to troll their fans. They love to troll their audience. WWE easily, they've done it before. They've, they've gone all show and teased you and trolled you and then nothing happens. I don't give them the benefit of the doubt even with Triple H in charge. But there were reports how likely and believable they were, I don't really know. If the fans asked for it, they would bring back CM Punk. Lo and behold, we got CM Punk back in WWE. But they were really close to playing with fire tonight if they didn't deliver CM Punk in some way, shape, or form. We got people teasing moves. We got Corey Graves highlighting things that CM Punk has said. People are dissecting Seth Rollins' promos to think, oh, CM Punk said that at one point. Whether or not that had anything to do with him coming back, I don't know. I don't know. But CM Punk 
eventually did come out at the end of the show. Triple H threw up the trademark graphic. We were about to go off, and then you hear that fucking static hit at the end of the show, and you knew exactly what was going on. Telling you right now, my guy Keith is already texting me. I see it on my iPad. Rollins is going crazy. They showed a different angle. That's why Punk was smirking. Rollins versus Punk is your night one main event. Telling you right now. CM Punk is going to get his WrestleMania main event. WrestleMania has vastly changed. Whether or not he wins the Rumble or the Chamber, I don't know how we get there. But Punk, Rollins, Cody, Roman is your night one and night two WrestleMania 40 main event. Mark my words. WrestleMania 40 is going to be the absolute biggest WrestleMania card-wise ever in WWE history. That happens because of this move here tonight. I did not see Seth Rollins' reaction. I did not see Seth Rollins' reaction. I did not watch the scrum. I will go back and watch it tomorrow. I don't know what was said. I don't know what happened. I will watch it tomorrow. I got business to take care of here. Punk versus Orton. Punk versus Cody. Punk versus Rollins. Punk versus Gunther. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I don't know what to tell you. Cody already is in WWE, and that stirred the pot big time for AEW superstars to come on over and say, hey, you know, it's all right over here. It's not the fucking dark ages anymore. Vince McMahon's not running around like a fucking madman anymore. Now, it took Cody a little bit to get acclimated, and they haven't done right with him creatively for the duration of his time back. He's great. But don't sit there and tell me that his feud with Lesnar was necessary or it was good. It wasn't. Cody's going to really show you what he's made of this WrestleMania season. That's when things are going to really start to get rolling. Jade Cargill already is here. She's already brewing in the performance center. I don't know what the fuck she's doing. I don't know what she's cooking up down there. But WWE is certainly taking their time with her. She may be a big factor in what happens at WrestleMania season. They want her on television as soon as they can. Now you got CM Punk back. The one guy that you thought was going to retire after his AEW run is back in WWE. You don't think with CM Punk back in WWE that that is going to send a... Now, it may actually work the opposite way, to be quite honest with you, because those who didn't want to work with him in AEW see him in WWE... And may not want to come over here. Who knows? It's going to work in very weird ways. Those who did not want to work with him may not show up over here. I don't really know. But again, going to go back to what I said. You don't expect what happened in AEW to happen in WWE, do you? Everybody's going to be quiet like a church church mouse. They're going to be quiet and they're not going to get involved in anything. They can't. Professional, amateur, AEW, WWE. But it could work in the way that I was mentioning previously. CM Punk is here. This could mean, hey, come on over. If Punk is over there, Punk wouldn't go back if Vince was there, would he? How much of that weighed on his decision? If Vince was in charge completely, would Punk even entertain the idea? 
put Triple H in charge and management in charge. How has that changed CM Punk's mindset? I don't know. This could mean, hey, MJF, come on over. It's going to be a little bit. He's going to be with AEW for quite a while. But hey, come on over. We may get the continuation of MJF CM Punk in WWE. Triple H may have the pen for that one. Imagine that. It's going to be a very, very interesting Monday. It's going to be a very, very interesting WrestleMania season, man. It's going to be a very interesting 2024. I'm telling you, man. Punk, I'm telling you, Punk and Rollins. That's the way. They already booked their WrestleMania main event tonight. I don't give a shit what anybody says. It's unbelievable. Punk is back. I'm excited about it. Can't wait to see Monday. I can't wait for Monday. Like, I'm fucking excited like I was fucking all those years ago when he cut the pipe on. Can't wait. And you should feel the same thing. At the end of the day, we are fans. At the end of the day, we watch, they perform. Right? I could sit here and criticize, and I do, and I will. I will continue to do that every single stream I'm on here. But at the end of the day, I want to be entertained. At the end of the day, I want to sit here. I want content coming at me. I want fucking energy like I see here tonight on the live stream. How many weeks do we go on a Friday, and it's fucking dull, and it's boring, and it's fucking the same shit every week? At least with CM Punk back, things are going to now change. There's going to be a little fucking shock to the system every Monday. It's not going to change the show completely. He's not going to shock the, sh- the system completely, but it's going to change. And that's what I'm here for. I get very bored when we go and do the formulaic and we go do the normal and the ordinary and, you know, the run-of-the-mill shit. Monday's going to have a different vibe to it. A different vibe to it. And I'm here for it. Honestly. Now, obviously, that was the biggest thing that happened at Survivor Series tonight. The unthinkable CM Punk returned. The overall show was great. You could see why WWE did five matches tonight. War Games was the obvious highlight. The ladies opened, the men closed. I'm going to be genuinely honest with you. I'm going to be genuinely honest with you. I hit 150,000. We just hit 150,000 subs tonight. My guy, Dr. Evil Genius, just texted me. We just hit 150,000 subs tonight. Unbelievable. You guys are fucking awesome, man. You guys are really... You can see why Triple H did five matches tonight. The ladies opened, the men closed. I'm going to say right now that the ladies had a better War Games match than the men. What? What? I I, I thought JD was sexist. By the way, I'm uh, I'm changing the rule. Okay, you you guys have seen me for about an hour now without a hat on. 
Okay? Because I feel naked without my... Fu- it's like my fucking uh, weakness. Uh, give, give me a second. I think we had enough. I think we had enough of the fucking bet, okay? You guys won. You got me an hour without a fucking hat on. There you go. The ladies had a better War Games match than the men. And I will get into why when we get into the review, okay? The ladies killed it. The ladies fucking killed it. The men, I honestly felt like the men was just waiting for Randy to come out. And then that was it, really. Randy came out and and then the game truly picked up. And then before you know it, RKO, RKO, Snap Power Slam, a DDT, and, and then the show was over. It's great to see Randy Orton back. I love Randy Orton. I mean, Randy Orton looked fucking unbelievable. Jacked to the gills. It's good to see him in good health, man. God, did that fucking show need him. Did Monday Night Raw need Randy Orton back? And Randy Orton is so unpredictable, you don't know where he's going to go. You don't know how he's going to act. It's the best thing about Randy Orton. He's so fucking unpredictable. What is he going to do to Jay? How's he going to, what type of role is he going to play? How is he going to behave on the road to WrestleMania with Cody Rhodes? Imagine that. Cody wins the world title and Randy fucking snaps on him. RKO. RKO to Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes versus Randy Orton at SummerSlam for the WWE Championship. That's the way I'm going. The ladies had a better War Games match than the men. The men, they did their job, but I think everybody at the end of the show was basically waiting for Randy, and most of us were tired of the War Games situation with the Judgment Day and Team Cody. We just wanted it to end. I've been saying for weeks, I wish War Games was a little different. Very, very absent from this show were Solo Sokoa, Jimmy Uso, and LA Knight, all of which could have absolutely fit into the War Games match if WWE wanted to do that. They could have certainly gave us that, but they didn't. We're going to go over the two War Games matches Gunther and The Miz had a solid match. Miz, a lot of people were like, JD, is this the best Miz match? No. Nothing tops 2016 Intercontinental title Miz. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's the best Miz. Dolph Ziggler versus Miz. Still, I go back and watch that shit to this day. 2016 SmackDown was fucking top tier shit. But he put on a very good match with Gunther. Is it something that we should we should see again? No. No. I think I'm done with the Miz and Gunther. But they had a solid match. And Gunther was tested again. Don't know why we're still testing Gunther, but Gunther was tested again. And he passed again, like he usually does. <laughs> then we had Zoe Stark and Rhea Ripley. Nobody really gave a shit. And then Santos Escobar versus Dragon Lee, which is a late change. What happened on SmackDown? Carlito was supposed to wrestle Santos. I think they made a good choice by changing that out. 
and switching Carlito for Dragon Lee. We're going to get into all this shit tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, we have 8,000, 8,000 in the OTS venue tonight. Thank you guys very much for all of your support. It's unbelievable, man. We just hit 150,000 subscribers. We got 3,000 likes already on the stream. The super chats are coming in so fucking hot, I can't even keep up with them. You guys are great, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I said it on Thanksgiving Eve when we were live on Wednesday. Without you guys, I am not here. I am just a regular dude with a voice who loves pro wrestling and somehow, some way, and I don't know why, even to this day, I don't understand why you come here to listen to me speak. I don't know. But I love you guys. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. We're only, listen, I say it all the time, man. We're only, we're only beginning. This is only the beginning. Everybody that puts the show down, everybody that has a negative say about what we do here, this and that, all these things that people want to say about me, the numbers show that we do it better than anybody. Follow me on social media, man, at JD from NY206. I'll be very quick with this. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you guys go check out the other content on the channel. Plenty of it. Plenty of it. Tonight's show is sponsored by my great friends over at Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Code script 20. Go get yourself some Manscaped products. I used some Manscaped this weekend. I feel very good about that. Feel very good about myself. I want you guys to feel good about yourself as well. Manscaped.com, code script 20 at checkout and free shipping. And super chats, I don't need to say anything, man. Get them on in. We're going to hang out at the end of the show. I love the energy tonight. We just hit 3,000 likes. We just hit 150,000 subscribers. You guys are fucking awesome, man. Thank you for all the support. And let's get into the Survivor Series Post-show, man. Oh, my goodness. We got the women's war games to start things off. Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and the one that stuck out like a sore thumb, Shotzi Blackheart. It's like, where's Waldo? Which one does not belong? Shotzi. I will say this, man. I was, I was in Delaware yesterday all day visiting my mother. Went out to dinner, had a good time. Saw my brother Michael, who's getting married in December. And I watched SmackDown when we got back from dinner. And I saw that Shotzi promo. Oh my God, how awful that Shotzi promo was on SmackDown. I don't know why they continue to send her out there with this over-the-top, psychotic gimmick. She's like the Joker. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so obsessed with getting back at damage control. (laughs) I don't know, man. 
I don't know. A little less. A little, a little, a little, let's tone it down a little bit, right? Let's tone it down, scale it back, right? Oh, but, but, but JD is, is sexist. Sure thing. Man, you guys are coming in big with the super chats, man. My God, man. I Listen, unbelievable. Cam G, I got to give everybody a round of applause, man. You guys are fucking awesome. All, all my, all my big bombs. All my big bombs tonight, man. We got Phantom 67, Cam G. We got, who else? Phantom had two. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, you guys. Nick Williams, Phantom. Jason Barker. Thank you guys very much, man. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't thank you guys enough. Bianca, Becky, Charlotte, Shotzi, Bailey, Asuka, Kyrie Sane, and WWE Women's Champion EO Sky. EO Sky. I thought this match, before I get into what happened, I thought this match tonight, until the bell rang and, and, and the War Games officially was started here, I, I thought this match was fucking boring. Now, I don't know how you guys felt. I mean, it was it was... You know, it was moving, but nothing really happened in there that would indicate that, oh my God, this is a War Games match. When that bell rang and the match officially got started, then we got the type of match that we needed. That shit was amped up fucking times 20. And I loved the end result. The last 10 minutes of this match were some of the best shit that happened all night. And the ladies fucking killed it. Damage Control comes out. They're wearing all Oscar masks. They got all these Japanese masks. They look great. Baby faces came out. They're out there. Everybody gets into their appropriate cage. So Bailey is in there. She starts. And Graves, there was a couple of mentions here. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't really know what's going on. There were a couple of mentions by Michael Cole and by Corey Graves about the four horsewomen. With CM Punk back in the WWE, where does this leave Mercedes? I know Bailey teased something on Instagram that she's always got a backup plan. Can you imagine Bailey and Sasha back together to challenge damage control? Can you imagine that? I don't know, man. I don't know what they're cooking up, but AEW might not be, at the end of the day, the new home for Mercedes Monet. We may end up getting the bank statement in WWE again, to be quite honest with you. So Bailey started this with Becky Lynch. Bailey suplexed Becky onto a metal plate between the two rings. Obviously, you got that little metal parition in the middle of the ring, separating both rings. And Bailey got uh, the opportunity to slam Becky Lynch on top of that. Becky Lynch suplexed Bailey into the cage, went for an early disarmor. Dakota Kai showed up at ringside. Everything is legal. And she had Becky Lynch with a kendo stick through the cage to break it up. So she handed the kendo stick to Bailey, who then used it on Becky Lynch. 
crowd was chanting for tables, not only in this match, but all night. They all want the table. I don't know what it is with pro wrestling fans lately wanting fucking tables. We eat on tables. We have family discussions at the dinner table. Why do we need tables in every match? I don't really know. Shotzi entered, and the crowd uh, went cold. Now, I, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm a little hard on Shotzi coming out of SmackDown, but Shotzi was solid tonight. I, w- I will give her that. Shotzi was very solid tonight. Shotzi ran down to the ring, and she looked under the ring immediately. She grabbed chairs, and she grabbed a, a trash can, and the crowd chanted, we want tables. She didn't pull out a table, and then when she got in the ring without a table, the crowd booed Shotzi. Go figure. So she gets into the ring with all these goodies. Bailey tried to escape. Shotzi and Lynch brought her back down. She tried to escape over the top. Now, the rule is if you go over the top and you escape the cage via the top and you leave the cage, you forfeit war games for your team. Bailey's not that stupid. She was never going to do that. So EO comes in next, and this is her fifth war games match, which I did not know. EO is just a War Games veteran at this point. So that makes her the one person to have the most War Games matches in history. It's crazy. So the crowd cheered, and she looked under the ring when she came down. It's like, you know, the typical thing. Everybody's going to come down to the ring from their cage and look underneath the ring for a weapon to bring in there. She brought in a steel chain, not a table. Sky wiped... Everybody out with a springboard double drop kick. Sky and Bailey hit Lynch with a double suplex. Bianca comes in. She had uh, run down to the ring. She didn't bring a weapon. Her braids were her weapon. Bailey and Sky tried to yank Belair off the top by her braids. She did a backflip and hit them with a double suplex. Nice, nice little spot there for Bianca. Kyrie comes in next, and the crowd again chanted, "We want tables." Kyrie got a very lukewarm reaction here. I don't know if you guys heard different, maybe. I, I don't know, man. I'm starting to feel... Kyrie's great. Don't get me wrong, but I just feel the uh, return of Kyrie saying hasn't really lit the world on fire. Maybe, maybe we will see something happen in, in the coming weeks, in the coming months, as this storyline progresses, but Kyrie has kind of been lukewarm ever since she's come back to WWE. So Kyrie entered... And the baby faces were in control here. They had the numbers advantage, by the way. I forgot to mention that. The baby faces had the numbers advantage. They didn't have a match to get the advantage. They had a poll, a Ruffles potato chip poll, where the fans voted that Team Bianca gets the War Games advantage here over damage control. Normally, the heels get the War Games advantage. This time, it was the baby faces. So, Charlotte, after all this, Kyrie's in there. She is in there. The baby faces at advantage. Shane was able to take them down one at a time. Damage control buried Shotzi under some chairs. EO launched Shane into the air, and she hit an elbow drop on Shotzi. Belair press slammed Kyrie Sane into her partners. Damage control then took the match over by using the steel chairs until, like I said, Charlotte comes in, and she entered next, and she gets in there. She hands out a bunch of knife-edge chops. She, did all, she also did not look underneath the ring. Charlotte slammed EO into the cage. Sky slid down and landed awkwardly on her back or her, her tailbone. Did not look good. Hopefully she's all right. Charlotte also hit Sane and Bailey with a double natural selection blockbuster off the top rope. 
Becky Lynch and Charlotte then at this point had a face-off, and it looked like they were going to throw fists. They ended up talking to each other. Damage Control used this as a distraction to attack both of them. EO went up top. This was one of the best spots of the entire night. EO went up top, and she's sitting up there, and dropped one end of this steel chain down to the outside of the ring where Dakota Kai was standing. Dakota Kai tied the steel chain through one of the trash can handles. EO, like she went fishing, pulls up the trash can from the outside that EO hooked to the handle. She picks up the trash can on top of the cage. She stands up. She puts the trash can over her body and jumps. She can't see shit. She jumps off the top of the cage onto everybody down below and hit an absolutely picture-perfect cross-body splash as a human trash can. It looked fucking great. EO is not only the genius of the sky, she's fucking incredible. Crowd was rightfully chanting, holy shit, holy shit, no shit. Asuka entered last. Asuka entered last with everyone down. Crowd cheered as she went underneath the ring and pulled out two kendo sticks. Crowd booed because it wasn't a table. Asuka did pull out a table next, and then they cheered. She also grabbed the fire extinguisher, which did come into play during this match. Damage control chain linked, uh, chain linked uh, Becky Lynch and Belair together, and all 14 members dropkicked them simultaneously. As soon as Asuka got in there, having Asuka, Kyrie, and Io operate as like the, the killer trio of assassins, they look fucking great, man. When Bailey gets kicked out of damage control, and, and I don't know if they're going to don the name of damage control or they're going to come up with a new name, but this new damage control led by Dakota Kai, who apparently is the interpreter for both of the, for all three of these ladies, they're going to be they're going to look fantastic. They look fucking absolutely killer tonight. So, that's one of the reasons why I actually enjoyed this match more than the men. So, Oscar's in there and the, the match just completely switched gears to damage control. She blew mist in Shotzi's face, hit a missile dropkick on Lynch, who was inside of the trash can. Lynch and Belair powerbombed uh, two of damage control out of the corner. Charlotte went up top, and this was the other big spot of the night in this match. She goes up top, and obviously we all knew what she was planning to do. So we got all four members of damage control down on the uh, bottom of the ring. Charlotte's up top. She goes up top and she hits a moonsault off the top onto all four members of damage control. EO caught the worst of it as Charlotte's legs and knees just bashed her face on the way down. Now, Charlotte does not land her moonsault gracefully at all. It is terrible in landing all the time. It looks great in execution, but man, is she just awful. One of the worst moonsaults, if not the worst moonsault in the history of the business is Charlotte Flair. I don't know why she continues to do it. But on this night, she actually hit the moonsault. Most of it. Most of it. Normally, she doesn't hit any of it. Most of it she hit. So, as soon as she got that, she went to go cover Bailey and gets a two count. Because the match has already begun. Charlotte and Becky Lynch did a double team move. And then they embraced in the middle of the ring and they did a big hug, so they are on the same page. Becky Lynch really played this up. 
They got attacked from behind again, but managed to apply their submissions. So we got a figure eight and then a disarm her on two members of damage control. Kyrie goes up top and went for the insane elbow while Becky had the disarm her applied. And Becky Lynch countered this by getting the feet up. And Bailey broke that up with a knee strike as well. So Bailey put Asuka on her shoulders. Keep in mind, Bailey was all over the place. As soon as Becky blocked the insane elbow, she went for a cover. Becky was covering Kyrie, and Bailey broke up that cover, okay? Bailey broke up that cover. Belair put Asuka on her shoulders, and Shotzi hit a missile dropkick. Bailey broke up that attempted cover. So Bailey's all over the place. She's diving around like a fucking linebacker out there trying to save this fucking match. She started the match. She's breaking up pins. And that's not the end of it. They traded some moves. Belair sprayed the fire extinguisher in Asuka's face. Kyrie killed Shotzi with the trash can lid, which looked fucking unreal. Charlotte went to spear Kyrie Sane, but Bailey took the bullet for Kyrie Sane and ate the spear instead. Shotzi hit Bailey with a senton off the top rope, and Bianca hit her with the KOD. Belair handed Bailey to Becky Lynch, who put her up top, slammed her with a manhandle slam through the table. One, two, three, and Team Bianca gets the win here in War Games. So Becky Lynch and Charlotte were on the same page. They get their revenge on damage control, and Bailey was the MVP of this match. She started the match. She led damage control. She broke up those pins when they could have lost this match. Moments later, she was throwing herself around, breaking up covers, and she interjected Charlotte's spear to take the spear instead of Kyrie. And then that's when all the baby faces start to do their finish. Shotzi with the senton, Bianca with the KOD, Becky with the manhandle slam through the table. Now the story is set that Bailey tried her hardest and will be blamed for the loss. And that is when the eventual Bailey removal from damage control is going to happen. Why did they do it this way? Because what Bailey did in this match is going to come back full circle. You will be reminded, you will be shown what Bailey did in this match for damage control. When they kick Bailey out, it is supposed to create sympathy for Bailey, who did everything she needed to do and was a leader that she needed to be for damage control. It will create sympathy when the eventual turn and Bailey gets kicked out of damage control kicks in. Bailey will be on her way to be a big baby face once again. And the sympathy card will be there. That's why they did what they did. Excellent story. Excellent way to end it. I love the execution of what happened in that last 10 minutes. Fucking great shit. The ladies took the risks off the top rope. EO is a fucking lunatic. Charlotte hit her moonsault. She looked great. Shotzi looked very good in this match. I'm not a big Shotzi fan. I think the character is unbelievably cringe. I think what they did is just fucking ridiculous to her. I loved NXT Shotzi. I do not love main roster Shotzi. But she looked very good in there. She didn't stumble. She didn't fuck up. She had some big spots. She played her role. She did it well. And they won the match. Can't ask for anything more. 
excellent, excellent stuff in that last 10 minutes. And like I said in the beginning, I thought the ladies had a better War Games match than the men. And I'm sticking to that. Team Bianca wins. And the next chapter for Damage Control is Bye Bye Bailey. When, where, I don't know. But it's coming. Jey Uso. Jey Uso. He was backstage with Sami Zayn. They embraced Sammy warned Jay that Randy Orton wasn't in the building yet. He wasn't in the building yet. Jay wasn't surprised. Oos, he's not here because of me. He doesn't want to team with me. I'm on the team. Randy doesn't want to be a part of this. He wondered why Orton would show up after what the bloodline did with him. This obviously led to CM Punk chance because if Orton's not there and they tease Orton's not there, who do you think is going to take his spot? Kevin Owens? No. Sami Zayn said they would take care of this together no matter what happens. No matter what. The Miz. He went one-on-one with the Intercontinental Champion, Gunther. 592 days. That is the total amount of days if you add up Miz and his eight intercontinental title reigns. Gunther is going to surpass that in just one reign. That's fucking incredible. Gunther is the best thing about WWE television, bar none. Bar none. I did not. I did not want to see this match. As soon as it was announced, I'm like, I don't really give a shit about it. I don't want to see it. I don't care about it. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. But I said, all those Mondays ago, when it was leading to this, and we kind of knew where they were going with this match tonight, I said it. You know what? I think it's a fucking joke. The Miz has some of the worst offense in the history of the business. You got Gunther, who's one of the best professional wrestlers on the planet, against The Miz, who's... Got the worst offense in the history of the business. I mean, he's gotten to a point where he's already used that tilt-a-world DDT, that tornado DDT, and, and ran it into the fucking ground. Okay, okay, Miz, we get it. You can do a tornado DDT. Great. Great. You added another move to your soft move set. Awesome. But I said all those weeks ago, I'm going to give it a shot because low-key... Gunther doesn't have bad matches. Low-key, they will deliver a soft banger. That's exactly what they did. That's exactly what they did. It wasn't a banger, but it was. It was a banger. It was a mid-to-low banger. Some great near falls. It went 12 minutes. Some hard-ending offense from The Miz. Right? He needed to. Gunther showed how vicious he can be. 12 minutes, some strong near falls, a believable finish to get the crowd. Unbelievable. How did Gunther kick out of that? What more can you ask for? What more can you ask for? Am I going to recap Rampage and Collision, says Jordan Builds. Why the fuck would I cover Collision and Rampage tonight? During Survivor Series. Come on, man. 
You really want to stretch me that thin, huh? Nobody was watching Collision and nobody was watching Rampage. I'm sorry. We're all here for WWE Survivor Series. Sometimes AEW should just know when to take a step back. I'll catch it tomorrow. Doesn't need a review. Give me a break. I enjoyed this for what it was. You could not ask for anything more. It went 12 minutes. That's all you needed. You got a couple of great near falls. That's all we needed. And we got a solid match between these two guys. Great. Now, why did Gunther get paired with The Miz? I know a lot of people tuning into this. I could give you an example. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse tuned in. He doesn't watch weekly WWE television like I do. He knows, but he doesn't watch. So he's like, are we really getting this match? I'm going to flip over to Collision. What the fuck am I watching The Miz for? And Gunther? Is this a joke? The thing is, WWE gave Gunther the Miz not because they're looking to test Gunther on his in-ring ability, not because they're looking for Gunther to like, hey, man, we, we need to see what you can do as far as how you're going to work the crowd with the Miz. No. Now, Gunther's already established himself as an MVP for WWE this year. The man's going to be a future world champion. No doubt about it. But the reason why they put Gunther with The Miz in this, in this feud for Survivor Series is because up until this point, Gunther hasn't had anybody to really bounce off of back and forth on the microphone. Now, if there's one thing The Miz excels at, it's a promo. And they did it with LA Knight. LA Knight and The Miz was put together for a little bit as a test. If you can hang with the Miz on the microphone and then you can deliver a match and still get the crowd behind you, then we'll move forward with you. L.A. Knight passed that test. He did. Now the same thing with Gunther. Gunther, in my honest opinion, had a better promo than the Miz on Monday. Thought it was great. So not only did Gunther pass the test already because he's a great pro wrestler, if you told me that Gunther is the best pro wrestler in the world, I'm not going to argue with you. And now he beat Mike Mizanin on the stick on Monday during their face-to-face. <laughs> Love it. By the way, I'm going to uh, pretend to be Sean Ross at, by the way. This is Afrin. Afrin, I have allergies. I'm a little under the weather. My voice is a little sore. So uh, I'm going to pretend to be Sean Ross Sapp over here and just kind of go off camera and pretend like I'm doing something I shouldn't. There you go. I can't breathe. I'm sorry. And shout out to Sean. I don't mean uh, I don't mean that in a bad way. People got on his case because he went over here and did something, and then whatever. I what whatever. Anyway, <laughs> Gunther, number one intercontinental champion of all time. Miz chopped Gunther, which irritated him right at the start. Gunther dropped Miz with a chop. And Miz fought back with some strikes. He didn't have much effect on Gunther. However, Miz tripped Gunther while outside the ring and drove his leg onto the edge of the ring. Miz applied the Bret Hart figure four around the ring post, which I always used to love that spot. You know, Bret the Hitman Hart, I don't know if you guys remember. I think it was the 19, uh, what was it, 1995 Survivor Series where... 
He tied Diesel's legs up with a microphone cord or a camera cord around the steel post in the main event of the 1995 Survivor Series and then applied the figure four leg lock on the ring post. That's when uh, Diesel lost the, the title to Bret Hart and then he snapped and he powerbombed a bunch of referees at the end of the match and powerbombed Bret and turned heel. Love it. Very, very underrated match, by the way. So he got the figure four around the ring post spot on Gunther. Miz tried a springboard move, but Gunther booted him out of the air, which looked vicious. Gunther took over and kept Miz at bay, cutting off his offense. Gunther was playing up to the crowd because the fans wanted Miz, and Gunther called them all weirdos. Miz managed to fight back. He targeted the leg with very, very weak offense. Absolutely Weak offense. So, Gunther sold for the Miz. And this is where a lot of the disgruntled fan base came in. Oh, you got to have someone like Gunther who is, who is as legit as they come selling for Mike Mizanin. Great. So, he sold for the Miz. And he continued to use those fucking stupid kicks. And this time, to Gunther's chest. He takes Gunther down. Miz followed with his tornado DDT. He goes for a cover. He pops the crowd. He gets a two count. Gunther countered a skull-crushing finale and hit a drop kick and then a power bomb on Miz for a two count. Gunther accident or he applied a sleeper and Miz accidentally on purpose yanked the turnbuckle pad off of the corner post. Miz kicked Gunther in the nuts because the referee put the pad back on the turnbuckle and he kicked Gunther below the belt again twice. So two low blows behind the referee's back goes to this turnbuckle pad. He delivers the skull-crushing finale and gets a two and nine-tenths. And the crowd went crazy for this near fall. I I started laughing. I started laughing. They showed camera shots of people. Oh, my God! I don't believe he kicked out! Did anybody really anticipate the Miz to beat Gunther with the skull-crushing finale tonight? I'm just sitting there. I'm eating my fucking fruit salad for dessert tonight. And I'm like, okay. Can we get the fucking missile dropkick and then Gunther's powerbomb and end this fucking shit already? It's a nice near fall. It was a very good near fall. Crowd bought into the potential title change here for the title. Gunther clothesline Miz... Went off the top rope, splashed his back. It didn't look like the best Gunther big splash off the top rope. But Corey Graves tried to sell the knees and the leg, kind of giving out on Gunther. Applied a Boston Crab. Gunther transitioned into the Lion Tamer, and the Miz tapped out. He didn't even win with the powerbomb. This is what I love about Gunther. He can win in a variety of ways. Boston Crab, sure. Powerbomb, sure. Lion Tamer, sure. Big splash off the top. Sure, the Lariat, sure. He's ended everybody with all those moves at some point. He retained the title, as he should. Come on. Guther's never losing that championship. I'm telling you right now. You know, we all thought it was going to be Chad Gable. It could still be Chad Gable. Honestly. I'd love it to be Chad Gable. I, I would love if Gunther was the one to actually drop the title to somebody like Chad Gable. But... With CM Punk back in the WWE, things for WrestleMania have vastly changed now. Do we need the IC title on Gunther to get a match with Brock Lesnar? No. We don't. 
but I think it would set up a whole hell of a lot more intrigue for Gunther to lose the title to Brock Lesnar and then him having beat Brock Lesnar and just continue the fucking reign for uh, half of fucking 2024. But I'd like to see him drop it to somebody. Have him break this Miz record, though. 592 days. We'll get there before the Royal Rumble. He could drop the title to, to Gable at the Royal Rumble. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting. Gunther is still the Intercontinental Champion, and he is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Michael Cole also did mention, I, I wrote this down, he did mention Jericho uh, as they did mention that uh, Jericho is a former Intercontinental Champion and kind of were comparing Gunther's reign to other great champions, and Jericho was mentioned here tonight by Michael Cole. Don't know if that really played into anything, but... He was mentioned, and you know he is an AEW superstar. We got Judgment Day. They are in the back. Dominic Mysterio heard that Orton wouldn't be there. Finn Balor said that they were good either way. Either Orton wouldn't be there, or he would show up and poison his team from the inside. Damian Priest left to go let Drew McIntyre know what was going on. Damian Priest is going to be another breakout guy in 2024. Those that are joining the stream late, welcome. Welcome. I did wear no hat for the first hour of the stream. You guys got to go back and watch. I lived up to my deal. I put the hat back on because between you and me, I feel naked if I'm not wearing my baseball cap. Seriously. It's one of those uh, self-conscious things. I just, it's like, a, it's like a, you know, you, you ever see a, a fucking adult carrying around uh, or sleeping with a stuffed animal or blanket as like some security fucking mechanism at night. That's me. It's like my security, my cap. If I don't have a baseball cap on, I just feel fucking naked. I don't, I don't attend events. I don't go to functions. I wear a hat everywhere I go. Seriously. I, I always find a way to incorporate a hat to match what I'm wearing. Always. Santos Escobar. Talk about breakout star in 2024, man. Oh, my goodness. Santos Escobar. Let me tell, um, quote me. Quote me. 2024 is the year of Santos. No doubt about it. Did you see his promo a couple weeks ago on SmackDown? Did you see his beatdown of Carlito on SmackDown this week on Friday. Did you see the way he came out exuding just fucking hatred and just machismo tonight? We got that Santos back from black and gold, baby. We got Santos Escobar back the way we need him, man. He is fucking phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, well, Santos is boring. Sure. Sure he is. This guy is going to be the next big thing in WWE. Absolutely. I can't wait. For, I'm here for it. He's going to create Lucha Libre in his own image. Seriously. Can't wait to see it. He went one-on-one with Dragon Lee tonight. I'm going to be very honest with you guys. I felt like we were, I felt like we were shortchanged tonight. I felt like we went to the ice cream parlor and we ordered ice cream, and we ordered like three or four scoops, and we got like a scoop and a half with no sprinkles. I feel like I went to the fucking bar, and I ordered a nice cold beverage, and they didn't fill my beer all the way up to the top. It was mostly all foam. What happened? 
You got an empty tap there, bro. You think you got to go change that? Seriously. Make sure it's the right temperature, too. The fuck is going on? I feel like I ordered an old-fashioned, and I didn't get the bartender to round the rim with the peel of orange. I didn't get no Luxardo cherry in my old-fashioned. What happened? It's missing. Point I'm trying to make is, I feel like we were shortchanged here. This match went eight minutes. On what planet do you give eight minutes to Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee? Now, granted, it could be a rematch. We could see somewhere down the line these two go at it again. But, man, oh, man, if you gave them another ten minutes or so, not even ten minutes, five, six, we would have been a lot better off for it. Felt like the match really never got into the next gear. I felt like there was, like, so much left in the tank. Like, why? What they did for the eight minutes was great. But I'm going to need more. Seriously. Now, I know a lot of you are probably looking at this and saying, well, who the fuck wins here? Well, Santos can't lose. I'll tell you that right now. But you could probably say the same thing about Dragon Lee. Dragon Lee can't lose. How's Dragon Lee going to lose when WWE and Triple H have already strapped the rocket to him and he's on his way somewhere to Pluto? Dragon Lee is going to be a major deal in WWE. Who wins here? Now, I figured Santos would win with help from some new stablemates. So at least you protect Dragon Lee. No, they didn't do any of that shit. They went right for the fucking, they went right for the kill. Dragon Lee loses clean. I'll get into what I think in a second, but I thought what they did for eight minutes was fucking good. But it was more like a SmackDown match than it was a TV or or a pay-per-view match. It was more of a TV match than it was a PLE match. So Escobar was in control right from the bell. Dragon Lee leapt over the top, brought Escobar down with a hurricanrana to the outside. He followed with a big flip dive to the outside. This is very fundamental. It's becoming very fundamental, Dragon Lee. I got a comment on Twitter, and I absolutely agree with this comment 100% because I'm thinking the same thing about Dragon Lee. And I love Dragon Lee. Don't get me wrong, but I'm saying this to you guys so that you are aware next time you watch it because this is what I see. Dragon Lee is becoming a little too formulaic already in WWE. Dragon Lee was very unpredictable. I get that you're not going to Wrestle that unpredictable Lucha Libre. I'm going to go out there and try to fucking kill myself every single night type of style in WWE. They want him to be on one or two, three big moves. Do what you got to do. Showcase your athleticism. Get in, get out, and have your head still intact with your fucking body. But at the same time, if you neuter Dragon Lee and you have him become a WWE superstar who does the same thing over and over and over again in every match, how likely are you going to find him exciting? He's relatively new right now. You should be sending Dragon Lee out there to wrestle like we know Dragon Lee can. You should be sending Dragon Lee out there to be as unpredictable as we know Dragon Lee can. I want to see different things from someone like Dragon Lee. Don't change what he did so dramatically to a point where we now know already where he does his spots and when they are going to come. It's not what I want to watch. Honestly. 
should let him go out there and kind of assert himself the way we know of him. Stop telling him what to be and just let him be. At some point, if you need to make changes, then make the appropriate changes. But don't take things away from him to give him the WWE style already. Because he's already becoming just like everybody else. I don't like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Dragon Lee followed with a big flip dive, which is very fundamental of Dragon Lee. Lee went to the top, but Escobar met him and brought him down with a hurricanrana. Then Escobar starts ripping aggressively at the mask of Dragon Lee, and the crowd was chanting asshole at Santos. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Dragon Lee came back. He got angry. Double foot stomp as Santos at one point was in the corner, trapped in a tree of woe. He tried to pull himself up in the corner. Escobar dropped him with a super kick. They traded knee strikes before Dragon Lee showed off his strength and hit a big sit-out powerbomb. What I mean by that is he almost dropped Santos in the powerbomb and then muscled him up and then sit-out powerbomb gets a two-count. Dragon Lee, he went for something, but Escobar counted into a Canadian destroyer, a phantom driver, and that was it. That was it. One, two, three, and Santos gets the clean victory. Eight minutes. And like I said, Santos needed to win and Dragon Lee needed to win. They gave Santos the clean win and Dragon Lee, he's not buried by any means, but WWE's just getting the ball rolling with Dragon Lee. I was thinking maybe a distraction finish. Now, what I mean by that is Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo have been teasing an alliance of some sort with Santos Escobar. Whether or not that's going to be the plan, I don't know. Where Cruz del Toro and Joaquin Wilde, his old members of Legato, fit in, I don't know. But WWE is doing something. They got the wheels in motion. We know Santos is not going to be by himself. Now, he can win matches by himself because he's that fucking good. But... We know Santos is going to get his boys together. Or two guys. I know. Now my cat's going to start crying. I know. I love Santos Escobar as well. I'm a big Angel Garza fan too. I honestly think if they pair Santos with Garza and Humberto Carrillo, that we may get Garza, Carrillo, and Santos. And maybe there was a rumor as well I read that Electra Lopez may actually end up joining Santos as the female on his side to Ray Dragon Lee, Humberto, or not not Humberto, Ray Dragon Lee, uh, Joaquin, and Cruz del Toro with Zelina Vega on that side. I don't know. We may get some faction warfare working out here. It's very interesting, but Santos and Ray is where they're, they're, they're going. They're leading to Ray and Santos at WrestleMania, and I can't wait for that. And Santos, when he beats Rey Mysterio, he will be the new face of Lucha Libre in WWE. Can't wait. This heel turn is absolutely working its magic. You could see the effect of him being paired with Rey, what it's having now in the aftermath of the breakup. Everything is working according to plan. Everything. This match could have still went another four, five, six minutes. Easy. We got an LA night. Slim Jim commercial where he was taking a bite out of the Slim Jim and it looked like they were at a high school prom and the teachers were scolding the students for having their cell phones. 
L.A. Knight shows up in the Slim Jim Mobile, and the teacher starts yelling at L.A. Knight for eating Slim Jims. No, 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 no. And then he yells out, yeah. Take a bite out of Slim Jim. Yeah. It's good L.A. Knight's getting some shine, man. It's good L.A. Knight's getting some exposure. Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston then arrived in the arena with the Slim Jim car. They honked their horn to the New Date chant, and the crowd sang along. Woods and Kingston, they were eating Slim Jims, and they were just happy to be there. Great. Yeah. Rhea Ripley. She defeated Zoe Stark to retain the WWE Women's World Championship. This match went nine minutes and probably the worst match of the entire night. Don't mean that in any disrespectful way to Rhea Ripley and Zoe Stark because I think Rhea Ripley's fantastic and I think Zoe Stark is a great pro wrestler. But nobody gave a shit about this match whatsoever. The quietest the crowd was all night was for this match. Not Rhea Ripley. They love Rhea Ripley. The more Rhea Ripley, the better. But uh, nobody cared. Nobody cared. Yeah, imagine LA Knight. Imagine LA Knight. Speaking of LA Knight, they put him in the main event of Crown Jewel against the biggest name in the business right now, Roman Reigns, for the biggest prize in the industry, right? The WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship. And then they don't have a spot for LA Knight, but a fucking Slim Jim commercial at Survivor Series. Couldn't be me, bro. Couldn't be me. This match went nine minutes, and if I told you I gave a shit, I'd be lying. The work wasn't bad. The work wasn't perfect, but it was good. Sloppy at parts. There was a huge botch that scared the shit out of everybody, but, you know, that goes without saying. But the match was okay. Is Zoe more over for it? No, she's not. Nobody will remember this on this night. Nobody. Is Zoe going to be a future women's champion? I don't know. I know WWE's high on her, but she's got no fucking character. She's got nothing that the crowd is genuinely going to be interested in. She's a great pro wrestler, and that's it. Bad promo, great pro wrestler. How far do you think Zoe Stark is going to go? With the way Triple H is lining up this division, I don't know if Zoe Stark is ever going to get a chance at the Women's Championship again. So, Rhea Ripley dominated, and Zoe got some offense, but did anybody really care? No. There was a spot where it looked like Ripley was going to chokeslam Zoe off the top rope, and Zoe tried to land on her feet, but she didn't. So, crowd was kind of indifferent to this. That's where the... uh, The botch took place. Ripley was on offense after that spot. Zoe then dared Ripley to hit her again with some big kicks and some big shots because Zoe is a badass. Ripley did, and Zoe countered the Riptide into a German suplex. Ripley countered the Z360, which is Zoe's finishing move, into a headbutt. She followed with the Riptide for the 1-2-3, and that was basically it. Crowd loves Rhea Ripley, but I think we're going to need to start putting her in matches and feuds that actually have fucking heat. Because it's not really doing her title reign that good at all, honestly. TV match here, and then the Santos and Dragon Lee was a TV match. I would even say Gunther and The Miz was a TV match. 
I know, I know. I don't, I don't like the, I don't like the Miz either on TV. Never mind pay-per-view. I know. I know. So a lot of TV matches here outside war games. Triple H, what are we doing, bro? What are we doing? Cody Rhodes. He approached Seth Rollins, Jay Uso, and Sami Zayn in the back. They were annoyed that Orton wasn't there. Rhodes promised them that he would be there. Rollins and Jay Uso weren't so sure. Sami Zayn points at Cody Rhodes and says, I trust you to get the job done here for us tonight. So I trust that he's going to be here. Great. Yeah, we love Randy Orton too, don't we? I know you're going to fucking say something to me again, right? She had to wake up from her nap now during my stream. Normally, she's sleeping during my stream. Now she's awake, running around and walking around. I don't know what she wants. I'm almost done, okay? I'll lay with you after the stream is over. Main event time. Cody Rhodes, Randy Orton, Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, and Seth Rollins. Team Cody against Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, J.D. McFlurry, and Drew McIntyre. This went 34 minutes. This was good. It was entertaining. But was this the best War Games match that we've ever seen? No. It wasn't even the best War Games match tonight. The ladies had a better War Games match than the men did. This was all Randy Orton, and that's when everything really picked up and really started to feel main event. But it was a good match. I was, I was thoroughly entertained. I just didn't find this to be overly exciting as I expected it to be for a War Games match. Damian Priest and McIntyre stared at each other for a long time before the match. Balor started the match for his team because Balor is a beast. Rollins started for Team Cody. Orton did not come out. So we had four baby faces in the cage and five Judgment Day members in the Judgment Day corner. So the baby faces were down one. Orton wasn't there, so they started without him. Some fans obviously chanted for CM Punk. Some fans booed at the CM Punk chants. So we got Cody and Balor to start, not, not Cody, a Rollins and Balor to start things off. Balor did not expect Seth Rollins to start the match. He expected Cody to start, but we got Balor to start. Rollins had the advantage over Balor, and then we have J.D. McFish coming in second because the Judgment Day had the team advantage. So obviously with Balor and J.D. McHamburger, he was in there. They attacked uh, Rollins with the kendo stick. So we got more chance for tables. And there were more CM Punk chants, which if you were watching on TV, WWE absolutely and blatantly, audibly lowered the volume on the CM Punk chants. They tried to drown out the CM Punk chants. They did not do that. But you still heard them. Jey Uso entered next. So we got Balor and JD McNugget in there against Jey Uso and Seth Rollins. So Jey Uso comes out. By the way, Jey Uso is my favorite entrance in all of WWE. Not only did we get Sami Zayn, they're singing his theme out there, and they got Cody. Whoa! 
And Rollins is, you know, doing the uh, the whole uh, whoa. Uso's up there doing the fucking thing on top of the goddamn cage. It's a great fucking sight, man. Jay Uso has transformed himself into a legit superstar by moving over to Monday Night Raw. So we got Jay in there, yeet, with Rollins, Balor, and J.D. McLovin. So Jay, he wasn't doing too well. McDonough hit him with a standing Spanish fly. Rollins and Jay work together. They regain the advantage. So McIntyre wanted to come out next because Jay Uso was in the match and he needed to get his hands on Jay Uso. The deal was Rhea Ripley enlisted him for Judgment Day and Rhea Ripley gave McIntyre what he wanted. Jay Uso in a cage. Damian Priest says, listen, I'm going to take care of it. Stick to the plan. McIntyre's like, what? Did the plan change? Stick to the plan. Pats McIntyre on the chest. He leaves the cage. He goes in there next. He's walking down the aisle like he's the fucking leader of Judgment Day. It's Damian Priest. So Rollins and Jay fought off the numbers here. Priest used a metal baton. He gave the advantage back to Judgment Day. More CM Punk chants here. Everybody wanted CM Punk because Orton wasn't out there. Sami Zayn came out next. And J.D. McFish tried to attack with the kendo stick, but Zane grabbed it and used it on him instead. So Zane slammed the door on Balor's face. Zane walked up the crowd. He grabbed the table. Everybody loves their tables, man. Crowd chanted, thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy, for grabbing a table. Zane grabbed a pipe. He climbed up to the cage and grabbed the steel pipe that was attached to the cage up top, and he used it as a weapon on Judgment Day down below. Buzzer goes off, and McIntyre finally comes out. This this guy at this point, seething mad, couldn't wait to get in there. He suplexed Zane, overhead press, he threw Zane across the ring. Rollins, he threw Rollins around. He turned, he turned his attention to Jay. He stands in one of the rings with Jay Uso like he's the fucking final ball, like the mafia boss. Await your fate, bro. You got Jay and McIntyre going at it. McIntyre's punching Jay, and Jay is punching McIntyre. We're getting the boo yeet. Boo yeet from the crowd. Sounded great. So they go at it, and he stops Jay dead in his tracks with a neckbreaker. Jay gets up. Zayn and Jay teamed up and gave McIntyre a 1D. There you go. Cody Rhodes came out next. And Michael Cole talked about Dusty Rhodes inventing war games way back in the day. Rhodes, this was his first war games match. Rhodes did a few moves. He grabbed a bull rope. I don't know where he grabbed the bull rope from. It looked like it was hanging outside the ring. I don't know if it was in the ring already or if he... Grabbed it from underneath the ring before it came into the ring and threw it into the ring via the cage. I don't know, but there was a bull rope in there. Very, very reminiscent of what his father used to use. Rollins grabbed one end and Cody grabbed the other. There was a little stare down between these two because they don't like each other. And Cody was yelling at him, please, one night only. One night only is all I ask. So they used the bull rope and they used it as a weapon. So... 
Balor got the worst of the bull rope. He actually got the uh, the bell part of the bull rope smashed over his head. Dominic Mysterio, he's the last member of the Judgment Day to enter. He entered to a chorus of boos. Dom used some weak strikes in there. He suplexed Cody. He tried three amigos. He was surrounded by all the baby faces. And this was a throwback to prison Dom, the prison days. He was basically beaten up by all four members of Team Cody here. Uh, and that looked very good. So they put the boots to him. They set up the table. They were going to put him through the table, but the rest of the Judgment Day came in to save him. There were chants for Randy at this point, chants for Randy, Randy, and then there were CM Punk chants. It was all over the fucking place. I was, I was worried that if Randy didn't come out, what would happen? Is Punk going to be in there? And if Randy came out and then we didn't get CM Punk, are they going to boot Randy? Thank God, Randy... When he came out, he was perfectly okay because everybody loves Randy Orton. So the buzzer counts down, and Randy's supposed to come out. Judgment Day standing in the ring. They're waiting for Randy to come out. Nobody comes out. We hear Rhea Ripley's music hit. She runs down to the aisle, runs down the aisle, goes to the ringside with the money in the bank briefcase. Damian Priest is cashing in the money in the bank briefcase. I'm like, here we go. I like this. He took Rollins out. Rollins is incapacitated. He's about to cash in. The whole babyface team is incapacitated. Judgment Day standing tall. They're going to allow Priest to win the world title. Awesome. All of a sudden, before we even get the briefcase handed to Jessica Carr, the referee, Randy Orton's music hit. He comes out. He looks jacked to the gills. He looks fucking phenomenal. Crowd goes crazy. And Randy Orton is back in WWE after 18 months. So Randy Orton stops the cash-in. He gets into the cage. He clotheslines Dom. Snap power slam to Dominic Mysterio. He power slammed J.D. McRib. The crowd chanted for Orton. He gave Balor a draping DDT. Orton and McIntyre faced off because they have history. And their encounter was quickly cut off by Damian Priest who attacked Orton from behind. So the babyfaces jump in. They save Orton, which led to a spot where all of the babyfaces hit draping DDTs consecutively with Randy Orton. Orton set up for an RKO. He was looking at Dominic. He was looking at J.D. McDonough. Then he turned his attention to Jay. He's, he's on the mat. He's slamming his fists on the mat, as he usually does before he goes for the RKO. He slithers over to Jay and does the fists on the mat. He's about to RKO Jay Uso here. So Jay Uso gets up and he looks at Jay and he says, I remember what you did to me. So somebody was coming in from behind. I think it was Priest who was coming in to attack Randy Orton from behind. Jay Uso saves Randy Orton from a Damian Priest attack from behind by giving Priest a super kick. This led to the baby faces hitting each other with, with their finishers. McFish was the last man up and tried to escape the cage. So everybody's taken out. Priest is out. Balor's out. And Dominic is out. Goodbye. So Judgment Day is in there, and McDonough's all by himself. So he tries to climb up to the cage. So Zane and Rollins stop him. They drag him up to the top of the cage. They throw him off the top of the cage, and Orton planted him with a top-of-the-cage 
RKO, which the crowd went absolutely ballistic for. It looked fucking phenomenal. It will be on replays and will be gift until the end of time. That's how fucking great it looked. So Orton shoved Priest into Rhodes, who hit a crossroads on Priest, and that was it. One, two, three, the baby faces win. Orton, everybody wondered if Orton was going to really compete in war games and if it was smart of him to compete in such a dangerous match upon coming back after 18 months with serious back surgeries. He didn't really do anything out of the ordinary. A couple of RKOs, a snap power slam, a DDT, and that was basically it. It was more of a momentum boost to help the team of Cody and friends beat the Judgment Day. That's exactly what it was. This match was okay, but it was mostly all Randy Orton, anticipating the return of Randy Orton and getting Randy Orton to shine to vanquish Judgment Day, and that's all it intended to be. That's it. They needed that equalizer. They've been going to war with Judgment Day for months, and it was just a stalemate. They needed that, hey... Let's push this over the edge and get the victory here. What is it? It's Randy. And that's exactly what it was made out to be. He was the equalizer. He was the one that pushed him over the top to get the victory of a judgment day. And judge, hopefully this feud is over. Hopefully all of this is over. It's going to be very interesting on Monday. What Randy and Cody have to say to each other. What Randy has to say to Jay. What Rollins has to say to Cody. What CM Punk is doing coming back now. What he's going to say. I mean... Monday Night Raw, I told you in the beginning about three different times, Monday Night Raw on Monday is going to be the most must-see show possibly in wrestling all year. Seriously. That's how big that Monday Night Raw is going to be. So the good guys posed together. The show ended. Or we thought it did. The fucking Survivor Series trademark logo showed up in the bottom right of the screen. I remember so vividly when Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano did this, it, it, they, it made them. This was a staple of Triple H on black and gold. When Johnny was ending a show and Ciampa used to come out and fucking smash him with the crutch. He thought the show was over. Ah, right, Johnny wins. And Ciampa comes out and attacked Johnny Gargano. Oh my God, what a heel turn. Moro yelling at the top of his lungs. Moro Ronaldo, love that man. That's what they did. CM Punk entered. Crowd went crazy. He looked great. I don't. I, they didn't really show anybody else. CM Punk made his entrance. He did his thing. It's clobbering time. He didn't jump into the fans. Chicago was chanting CM Punk. They yelled, it's clobbering time. And, and that's all you got. What a fucking tease for Monday. The man is back. The man is back. WWE's Twitter account. This is now up to 8.5 million views on WWE's Twitter account. The reaction to his entrance, 162,000 likes. 8.5 million views on Twitter. Unbelievable. You guys want my thoughts on CM Punk? I gave you my thoughts on CM Punk in the first 40 minutes of this show. 
Is CM Punk a hypocrite? Sure. Do fans still love CM Punk? Absolutely. I love CM Punk. I'm glad CM Punk is back. I wanted him back in WWE. I was wondering if it was going to happen here or at the Royal Rumble. I convinced myself and others that have sat with me on this channel have discussed this same thing, agreeing that it's probably best for the Royal Rumble. The WWE trotted him out there tonight. They got him. Why not? What a way to go into Monday. Is he a hypocrite? Sure. Should you care he's a hypocrite? No. If you don't want to watch WWE television because of CM Punk, then don't watch WWE television. If you don't like me because of what I do and how I am or how people perceive me and all the bullshit narratives that are spewed online, then don't watch me. At the end of the day, it's going to be your loss because CM Punk is going to give you an entertaining show because I'm going to give you an entertaining show that's intelligent and someone who knows what he's talking about. CM Punk is going to bring absolute great value to the company, and I can't wait to see what he does next. I don't give a shit what his colored past says. I don't give a shit what he did in AEW. I don't give a shit about any of that. I can talk about it. I can give you my opinion, but CM Punk is not going to hinder his decisions based on what pro wrestling podcasters in the wrestling space have to say. He's going to do what's best for him and his family and his bank account. He clearly loves pro wrestling if he wants to remain in pro wrestling after the fucking nightmare that he went through in AEW. He's not innocent. He's made his mistakes. Was he unprofessional? Sure. But he was unprofessional in an unprofessional and mismanaged environment. He thought he could be the beacon of change. He should have been. The beacon of change can't change anything Unless management is in place, which it wasn't in AEW. Management is certainly in place. And Triple H will not allow any of that to happen. And the locker room will not allow any of it to happen. Is most of the locker room happy he's back here? No. No, they're not. I would be a a, a very rich man betting on that to be the case. But are they going to do business? Yes. Because WWE is a professional business. Will this deter people from joining WWE that were interested to come over from AEW? Sure. That's a possibility. Is this going to let people see that WWE has truly changed? Is it going to enhance people coming over more so now? Sure. It's going to work in both ways. But at the end of the day, we are fans. I'm excited for this. I'm excited for it because I need change on television. We were getting way too comfortable with what WWE was and some of the stories are there, but it's not overly exciting. CM Punk is going to bring that change to the company. It's going to make everything a little bit more interesting. And I can't wait to see what happens on Monday night. Guys, this was a groundbreaking, monumental live stream tonight for me personally. You made this the absolute best stream that we've ever done in the history of this show. Ever. You guys are unbelievable. Not only did we hit 150,000 subscribers tonight, which I didn't really expect to. We broke the all-time view record. For a live stream. We had 8,900.
hundred in here. Someone correct me. 89, 9,000, somewhere around there. We had more than any night of WrestleMania this year. I don't know, man. Thank you, guys. That's all I could say. I thought Survivor Series was solid. I thought they could have made Survivor Series better. But at the end of the day, things worked out. CM Punk is back. Randy Orton is back. WWE television is absolutely cooking. Can't complain. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for all of your support on the show tonight. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. That is Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button if you have not done so down below. Appreciate you guys very much. Continue to hit that thumbs up. Get those super chats in. And go check out all the other content on the channel. There's plenty of it. Tonight's great show is sponsored by my great friends over at Manscaped. Gentlemen, are you tired of dealing with relentless stubble situation? Do you dream of having that fresh, clean, shaven look, but cringe at the thought of battling the daily grind of a wet shave? I got the solution for you guys. Manscaped is bringing you the ultimate solution and making a statement in the beard game with the all-new Handyman Electric Face Shaver. I own it, and I own that along with their Beard Hedger Pro Kit, and I absolutely love these two products. Join the 9 million men worldwide who've entrusted their grooming to Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Manscaped.com. Code script 20 at checkout. 20% off and free shipping on all Manscaped products. The handyman has skin safe technology. Those pesky nicks and cuts, you're not going to have to worry about them anymore. The beard hedger, 20 hair cutting lengths, all in one guard, so no more messy drawers full of add ons. It's the best shaver that I've ever used, that Beard Hedger. Love it. Can't go wrong with any of these options, gentlemen, at all. Manscaped has your grooming game locked and loaded. Manscaped.com, code script 20, 20% off, free shipping. Christmas is coming up. Makes a great gift for the holidays for that special man in your life. Hit the refresh button with Manscaped and their new handyman. Eric Newton with 23 months in the OTS venue. What's up, JD? Hope you had a nice Thanksgiving. One month away from gold mic status. Keep up the great work. Eric, thank you so much, brother. Nick Williams with $2. Someone check on Jesse. LOL. 
I'm sure Jesse's going to tune into Monday night. We'll find out on Wednesday when he returns on the Dynamite post. Moretz with a 17 months in the OTS venue. Moretz, Eric, what the fuck are you guys drinking tonight, man? Thank you, guys. Golden Boy with a $5 super chat. So, you have Wharton return, which is amazing, then overshadow it by CM Punk's return. That's Randy's moment. Punk already needs that spotlight. LOL. Uh, Randy's spotlight was winning the match and that RKO spot. Punk came back to give you a great taste of what's to come and a great cliffhanger. I love it. CM Punk did not take away from anything that happened in the match. The bell had rung and the match was over. Michelle with a $10 Super Chat. Solid pay-per-view, really good men's war games, and Punk blew the roof off the place. Very interested to see what brand he is on, and I hope this doesn't mess up WrestleMania main event with Cody and Roman. Triple H did good for WWE. CM Punk and Seth Rollins would be your main event for night one of WrestleMania. Peter Gaymore with a $2 Super Chat. End of the CM Punk rumors. Thank the Lord. Man, it looks like it's going to be a busy, busy Sunday tomorrow. Whatever news I have on Punk, man, you guys will get in an extra tomorrow. Easy with a 10 months. Thank you, Easy. What the fuck are you drinking, Easy, for 10 months? I had zero reaction to CM Punk showing up in WWE. I guess he asked Daddy Vince for forgiveness. Besides that, the PLE was decent. Love the Viper is back. Listen, you guys are going to have that type of reaction, man. I know a lot of people were upset when Cody left AEW. A lot of people were upset when Cody left AEW. <coughs> Devoted with 16 months. CM Punk and Orton. Wow, that was incredible. OTS for life. Absolutely. Joey Clemenza with a five. CM Punk officially retired. Ryback. That alone makes this a 10 out of 10 show. Ryback is finished. Lakefront Studios with a 999. The unconcerned look on Kyrie's face when Bailey got pinned says it all. Bailey is most definitely getting the edge Farouk treatment on SmackDown, and I can't wait for it. I wonder if Bailey's gonna have backup. Bailey is gonna need some backup. I wonder who that's gonna be. Rudy V with four months. Thank you, Rudy. CM Punk and Randy are back. Wonder what direction they go storyline-wise. Are they going to all be on Raw? Stacked roster while SmackDown is ice cold. And the brand split. That's all you got to do. Dom Wapo with a 499. The moments they said Randy isn't here yet. That hooked me in. What a show. 10 out of 10 for me. Best year in wrestling, period. Love you, JD, and love the OTS family. Thank you, brother. Frag Dude, 44 with 16 months. What an amazing 16 months. OTS. Thank you, Frag Dude. It's unbelievable, brother. What a year we've had. BC Driver with a new membership. BC Driver, what the fuck are you drinking, my friend?
Campaign Poppy with a $9.99. I'm here to claim my front row seat to the show of the Super Return Day. Triple H made TK eat his words of Booker of the Year. Kalazios with a $2 super chat. This is definitely CM Punk's last resort. There's a reason why I started the stream off with that song, man. Glad you caught on. JP with a 38 months in the venue. Wow. I legit was one of many people who believed that CM Punk was not going to show up tonight. So now it's all about Punk. Henceforth, great show, though. Michael Evans with 17 months. I'm a man of my word. I've died on my devil hill tonight. However, I'm happy. He is back in WWE and back on my TV. Hashtag hatless ace tonight. Yeah, you got at least a hatless ace for an hour. I lived up to my end of the deal. Drizzy Drew, three months. Man, that was crazy. Need K to rev the need TK to rev the engines and channel his inner 1998 Vinnie Mac back against the wall now. Let's see how he responds. Crazy scenes. Tony Khan doesn't need to do much to respond. Just continue to book great pro wrestling and give engaging stories on Wednesday night. That's it. He's not going to ever beat WWE. It's impossible. Just focus on what you need to do. Campaign Poppy with a 199. No hat, JD. And Naked Andrew. Book it. Listen, man, I already lived up in my end of the deal. Drew's got to fucking live up to his end of the deal now. Chris with a 499. Now that Punk is back in WWE, what is he doing at Mania? I just said. Survivor Series was a good show with Triple H now head of creative. Give Punk a microphone. OTS. Uh, Punk and Rollins. WrestleMania night one main event. I'm going to read this one now because it's fucking ridiculous. And it's from one of my guys. Buff Llama with a $5 super chat. Thoughts on Big Show returning to face CM Punk. New subscriber here. When are you playing Roblox? Thanks. Now we're, uh, I thought we were playing Minecraft, bro. What are we doing? Love my guy, Buff Llama. Number one Big Show fan in all the land is Buff Llama. Now, I don't want to see Naked Andrew either. We may have to rescind that uh, that end of the deal. Chris, thank you, brother. Uh, Rollins Punk, WrestleMania. Mendelf's Isma with 18 months. CM Punk showed up. Of course, I'm pulling up to the spot tonight. Right there in the VIP lounge with a very cold one. Great show. Thank you, Mendelf's. Nice to see you back in the venue, brother. M. James 2000 with a $5 super chat. Hot take or not? I'm not sure. That played out perfectly. The hype all over the internet is real. What will be his first move? Honestly, what I would have Punk do, announce himself as the first entrance in the Royal Rumble. That's what I have him do. Jason Barker with a $100 super chat. What's up, JD? My heart read it through the roof. Punk and Randy Orton on the same day. 
Get me a round of old-fashioned. Let's get it done in the venue tonight. Brother, we got it more than done, man. We had 9,100 at one point tonight, and we are nearing 4,000 likes on this stream alone, man. Unbelievable. You guys are unbelievable. Thank you, brother, for the 100, and your support, as always, means the world, man. Campaign Poppy with a 199. JD, ha, ha, ha. Love the hair, man. Don't be ashamed. Eh. Thank you, Campaign Poppy. Juan Castle with a 199. JD, bro, have to rock that dome. CM Punk. Thank you. Juan Castle with a 199. Filled with 12 months. A whole year of watching my tribal chief, JD, and hanging with my OTS family. I'm glad I was able to enjoy Punk's return. With you guys tonight, let's fucking go. Thank you, Phil. Triple M with four months. JD with no hat on. Punk is back. This is a legendary night. Nobody does it better. Hashtag OTS is always on top. You better fucking believe it, Triple M. Fallen exposure with a $2 super chat. Hats off tonight. Clever. There you go. Thank you, Fallen Exposure. Corey Clash with the 199. Gotta. Nice head of hair there, JD. Yeah, I'm losing it slowly but surely, Corey. Thank you. Dr. Evil Genius with 12 months in the venue. I don't believe the Braves hat is on the desk. Yeah. Really, uh, NY night tonight, huh? Thank you, buddy. Uh, Black Wolf Inc. with a $10 super chat. I never got to send this message, but in my heart, I knew WWE was going to pull a Bray Wyatt and have him come back at the end of the show. How does the air feel tonight? Punk, Bay, Bay, Punk. Thank you, Black Wolf. Germ Westbrook with the 199. Jesse went to Dynamite over Survivor Series. Dynamite was a great show. Advocate 005 with a new membership. Advocate, what are you drinking tonight, brother? Jonas Tiger with a super chat. $50 super chat. Sean Ross Slap was wrong again. CM Punk is back and RKO is now Super Shredder. Thank you, Jonas. To be fair, Sean Ross Sap didn't really say yes or no. He just reiterated what WWE told him. Nobody knew. It was kept very secretive, and WWE gave us the answer tonight. We got punked. Yes. Emerald Lord with a 20 month. CM Punk is the biggest hypocrite ever. OTS for life. And that's something he's going to have to live with. And something I'm going to make money off of. The world goes round. John Gray with two months. JD, what's up? Good show tomorrow. Tomorrow or tonight, John Gray? Are you living in the future? Thank you for two months, John Gray. Jason Clark with a new membership. Jason, what the fuck are you drinking, brother? 
Not today, Jay with 14 months. Happy 14 months, JD. What a best kept secret. Now, let's see what they do with Phil. I, for one, am along for the ride. I am as well, man. Nick Williams with a $100 super chat. CM Punk back in WWE. It's the zombie apocalypse and the sky is falling. The amount of dream matches are endless at this point. I changed my profile pick to WOL from Final Fantasy. Wrestling about to get interesting in 2024. And the IWC is in full force. Jesus, let's go. Tonight is a beautiful night, Nick. Tonight is a very, very, very beautiful night. Thank you for your generosity, Nick. Always love having you in the venue. Black Wolf Inc. with a $10 super chat. So now, what direction could CM Punk go now as a babyface before eventually returning heel? As it would be poetry to hear him say, you people are the reason I left 10 years ago, given it's an obvious lie. I don't know where they go, man. It's going to be very interesting how they pair him with Seth Rollins. Phantom. With a $100 super chat, Orton is my favorite current wrestler. Without him for a year and a half, has been tough on his on this fanboy. When his music hit, I flew out of my chair and RKO'd my cat. Such great emotion. Well, hopefully your cat kicked out at two, Phantom. And thank you for the 100 bomb, brother. I really appreciate you. And yes, I'm a big Randy Orton guy myself. And Monday Night Raw absolutely missed his presence. Jose Perez with a 499. Thank you, brother. No message. Wild Stallings with a five. TKO stock prices. Why CM Punk is there? Triple H didn't want him back. I don't think CM Punk has anything to do with the stock price, bro. I think CM Punk is back because WWE wanted him back on television. FGD Austin with a new membership. Austin, thank you, brother. What are you drinking tonight, man? Omega Con with 22 months. Two months till the Golden Mike. Great birthday present this past Monday. Great Turkey Day. Great War Games. RKO and Punk are back. It's been a great week. OTS forever. Thank you for being here, man. I love it. I absolutely love it. CRJ209. He becomes a 25-month member with a golden microphone and a 999. CM Punk is back home. I'm so freaking happy, man. Best birthday gift ever. WWE is on fire. They absolutely are, man. And they are not slowing down anytime soon. Dr. Evil Genius with a 499. There are no grudges in pro wrestling. Did I not almost call CM Punk perfectly before Randy Orton delayed his entrance? I didn't really expect him tonight. I expected him at some point, but I didn't expect him tonight. I thought it was too obvious in Chicago. I would have waited. I don't know. But I'm not complaining. I'm celebrating just like everybody else, man. It's a great moment. A lot of deleted tweets. A lot of 
A lot of these neckbeard sweat hogs and these fucking virgins who haven't seen a pair of tits or touched grass in, in years going back and quickly deleting their tweets when CM Punk joined AEW for the first time. Now they're all hyping CM Punk and claiming victory over AEW. You know who you are. You know who you are. Poppy Sensei with a one-month membership. Thank you, brother. JD, you are the man. You always make my week more entertaining, and my daughters love your Pokemon card videos. My oldest always wants to watch. I really, listen, man, I really appreciate that. I love doing those Pokemon videos, man. I got a whole bunch of cards I got to sift through here, honestly. Filling out my binder for the new set, man. Wolf Dragon Monster Den with a $5 super chat. I watched Rampage and Collision instead. Came here for your review of Survivor Series. Can't believe Punk is back. CM Punk equal, equals hypocrite. Yes, Wolf Dragon. Thank you for that elaborate, elaborate thought. I don't care. Derek Anawaihi, I said this before Punk joined. Like, I want him back because I want to see the chaos. I don't care. I live for it. Why wouldn't we want him back just based off that? Derek Anawaihi with 21 months. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. I didn't think you would actually not wear a hat. LOL. But you are a true man of your word, brother. Listen, man. I said it. I did it. I gave it an hour, and uh, I'm back to wearing my hat. Cake with a $5 super chat. This hits like John returning to the Peppers. Never thought I'd see it. Punk is the Freshante of wrestling. Welcome back, Punk. I can't believe it. They all come back one way or another, man, at some point. We got Creed back together this year. Got a whole U.S. tour next year and a possible new album, and we got fucking uh, CM Punk back in WWE. Unbelievable. Black Wolf Inc. with a five. JD, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but you literally stopped the cap for a night. What would it take for you to wear a Yankees cap on air? I'm not wearing a Yankees. I don't even own a Yankees cap. I don't think anybody could ever wear me to get a Yankees hat. A Yankees hat. Ever. Campaign Poppy with a 499. JD gave a 2 out of 10 for Punk's return tonight. Andrew gave it a 3 out of 10. Never say never. Hey, listen, man. We were wrong. Drew's text to me tonight was holy shit. Sean Ray J with a $20 super chat. My instincts will never lead me astray. He's back. Also, great hair. Thanks. Appreciate you, Sean. Jose Perez with a 199. I forgot to type my text. LOL. Punk. Raw. Live mic. Yeah. 25 months, CB2002, Pepsi, Phil is back, let's fucking go. 
Love you, JD. Thank you, CB. Bradley Robinette with a 199. What do you think CM Punk's return feud will be? I have no idea. No idea. Let's wait and see. A live mic first, and then we'll maybe get some clues on Monday. Hollywood guy with a $5 super chat. At least R-Truth is back. Let's go. I love R-Truth, man. R-Truth got me blocked, and I don't know why. Average skill gamer with 16 months. I'm still in disbelief. CM Punk made his return back to the E. Orton also looked jacked AF. Thank you, average skill gamer. Black Wolf Inc. with nine months. One last thing. Triple H basically confirmed what you said. Only Nick Khan himself, Vince, and Ari were involved. That's why I listened to you. Yes. Who else would he meet with? Gotta meet with Nick Khan. He's the president. Gotta meet with Vince. He's still the boss. Gotta meet with Ari. He's Vince's boss and signing the checks. And Triple H is running the show. Angel Davila. A Davila. $5 Super Chat. I wonder if CM Punk will wrestle in Saudi after his past comments. I don't know. I don't know. Cody Snyder with 19 months. Really wish people would appreciate Punk while we have him. WWE's got enough star power where they don't need CM Punk back in Saudi Arabia. Tone C with nine months. CM Punk coming back to WWE is crazy. I'll have another Hennessy Old Fashioned, please. This one is almost empty. Absolutely no problem, brother. We are drinking good tonight. Bucks after dark, $4.99. JD, thanks for getting me interesting for moments like this. Use my blue chew, got laid, saw Michigan win, and the greatest pay-per-view in my adult life. Sounds like Bucks after dark had a great Saturday. Michael with a 199. The only one to not come back was Macho Man. R.I.P. One of my favorites of all time. Anthony Hayes with a 499. JD, with all of this new wave talent coming to the main roster, where will Punk fit in? Plus, I think Bronson Reed's tsunami should be protected. I agree on the tsunami. Uh, where will Punk fit in? It is not going to be difficult to fit Punk in at all. West Coast Samoan. With a $5 Super Chat. It's not 100, but cheers, brother. I killed a 12-pack of Heineken. What a night to be a wrestling fan. As long as you're here, brother, enjoying yourself, drinking a cold one. That's all I ask. Thank you so much. Joseph Taylor with a $3 Super Chat. I've been a punk fan since his debut in WWE in 2006. Hush with a five. It really feels like Punk really got himself fired on purpose now for this monumental return. I'm still in shock right now. I think a lot of people are still in shock. Hollywood guy with a $5 super chat. Now that CM Punk is back, there will be a battle with the networks on who wants Punk on TV slash channel. Well, we don't know where Monday Night Raw is going to be. Monday Night Raw is still in negotiations. They could still end up with USA Network. 
SmackDown's on USA, so WWE's not going to give in to Fox. Fuck Fox. They're leaving Fox in October. Who cares? Sways with a $2 super chat. Shock. Got me and father. CM Punk, top two. New Zealand is ready. I think everybody's ready, brother. Hope you're well, Sways. Hollywood guy with a five. Now that CM Punk is back, there will be a battle with the network. Yes, uh, thank you, Hollywood guy. I just read that one. I don't think it's going to really determine where he goes. I think he'll be on Raw. Pab Man with a four ninety nine. The fact that Randy and Punk tonight, what the fuck? Some people in my section laughed at me when he returned since I was booing the Punk chants. W night. Hopefully you had a good time at the show, brother. Him with a 999. Hey, JD, hope you are doing well and had a good Thanksgiving, but I'm happy that Punk and Orton are back. I want Punk to be a free agent and be on both shows. i definitely like to see him face a couple of guys. That could very well happen. Him, we'll find out on Monday, I'm assuming. Jason. Or no, not Jason. Uh, King Jackson with a 199. What's up, sir? Glad to be back. Appreciate this stream. Thank you, brother. Joshua with a 499. Seth first punk. WrestleMania is money. Yes, it is. Phantom with another $100 super chat. So shocked for Punk's return tonight. I am happy. Thank you, JD, for everything you do. Cheers. Thank you, Phantom. Thank you for being here. Thank you for your unbelievable generosity tonight, brother. We're drinking good tonight, man. Prodigy Freebird with 27 months. Punk is back. I love the way Triple H swerved you. That was awesome. Had me thinking Punk wasn't showing up. I think this goes better than AEW. It certainly will. It can't get any worse. Drew Gooch with a new membership. Drew, what the fuck are you drinking, brother? Thank you for the membership tonight, man. Wolf Dragon Monster Den with a $2 Super Jack. Glad Punk's not the devil. Hope the E use him well. Yeah, now we can put that rumor to rest. The devil is Adam Cole. For sure. Eric Newton with a $10 Super Chat. While I'm not happy to see Punk back, I'm willing to give it a chance. My issue with Punk in AEW was those issues overshadow great pay-per-views regardless of who started what. It's going to be different this time around, man. I just feel it. Captain Solo with a $5 Super Chat. Were Bret Hart, Bruno Sammartino, and Scott Steiner considered hypocrites? I don't think so. Glad Punk is back. AJ with a 999. This is great, JD. Love to see you with your hat off tonight. Great stuff, man. CM Punk is back. Randy Orton is back. Survivor Series was a great show. Can't wait till Monday. Monday is a must-see show. Trey Van Garrick with a 999. I will always believe that the Elite is more vital to AEW than CM Punk was. If the Elite showed up on WWE, it would be a much bigger deal. AEW will live, but Tony looks so stupid and pathetic as a boss. Campaign Poppy with a 199 was definitely checkmate for losing Will Ospreay. 
They may get Mercedes back, too. Who knows? King Jackson with a 199. All free agent pickups is boosting WWE morale. Vincent Moore with a five. This was one of the best Survivor Series. The crowd was into almost every match. Three returns tonight. R-Truth, Randy Punk. Enjoy your show always. Thank you, Vincent. War Games makes Survivor Series just must-see. Love it. Captain Solo with a $2 Super Chat. Real talk, you should go hatless more often. No thank you, Captain Solo, but I appreciate the kind words, man. Antor Cruz with a 499. What do you think of the return of the 54-time 27 champ? I love Archer. I'm glad he's back, man. I find him to be quite humorous. Tyrell Wilson with a five. The prodigal son has arrived. Thank you, JD, for your no BS views on pro wrestling. Hashtag JD God Mode. Thank you, Tyrell. Appreciate you, brother. Happy Punk. 8.5K watching at the time of his comment. The CM Punk effect. Tell me TK didn't fumble his biggest draw for a bunch of kids who didn't want to do business. OTS is the place to be. Thank you, Happy Punk. It's going to be great. Captain Solo with a five-dollar super chat. Welcome home, CM Punk. You were missed. The haters can go play in traffic. Kenley Pierre with a four nine nine. Hey, JD, look. I want Punk versus Roman so bad. The promos would be fire. I think we get a lot of that now that he's back. Yuri Lover with a two. JD, who are your pick for men and women's Royal Rumble? I'm not even going to entertain that, man. I, I'm, I, I'm not. I mean, it, it could be all over the place. It, it's truly unpredictable. The WWE right now is, in, is at a point where they have so many people that could contend for a world championship. They haven't had that in a while. And that's a great thing. Hooligram with a $5 super chat, 8.7 in the chat, over 2.5K likes, and now 150,000 subscribers. Congrats, JD. It's been awesome to watch you build this brand. OTS for life, best in the world. Brother, thank you. Thank you for being here always, man. Brian Reagan with a new membership. Thank you, Brian. M. James with a two. Congratulations, J.D. on 150000 Well-earned, man. Thank you, M. James. Peter Gaymore with three months. Did you see the Seth clip online? I did not, man. I am live here for you guys. I haven't seen anything yet. West Coast Simone with a $5 super chat. I'm drunk. Here's another five bucks. Seeing your forehead is tied with truth. And the third best thing tonight behind Punk and Orton. Cheers. Thank you, West Coast Samoan. Delightful entertainment with 499. Not watching a company cause someone returns his peak temper tantrum behavior. One word, cry. I agree. Even when they say they're not watching Delightful, they'll be watching. At some point, they'll be tuning in. Peter Gamow with the two. Orton is one of the best. Glad to see him back. Absolutely. Love Randy. Phantom with another $100 super chat. Holy shit on 150,000 subs, JD. Brother, thank you so much for the unbelievable generosity tonight, man. Unbelievable.
Noel Santiago with a new membership. Noel, what are you drinking, brother? Hooligram with a $5 super chat. Why do we come here? Why do we want to hear you speak? Because you tell the truth. You are him, period. Well, hopefully we gained a lot of new fans tonight, man. I appreciate that, Hooligram. Theo with a $19.99 Super Chat. Can we at least get a Gunther and a Randy Orton match by next year? I'd love to see it. Man, oh man, would I love to see it. I don't know if Randy's back is going to be feeling good, but I'd love to see it. Zero Kaiba with a 19 months. So I guess in the end, Boozer Wrestling was right and Sean Ross Sapp was wrong. I'm close to getting my gold mic. Was... SRS wrong, though. He didn't really say yes or no. I, I don't really understand why one has to be wrong and one has to be right. Sap didn't say anything. Sap always said, yeah, there's a possibility, but I haven't been given any information. Your Nation's T with a 999. Hey, JD, since CM Punk is back, do you think AJ Lee will return, possibly at the Royal Rumble? There's always a possibility, man, but I don't think so. Never say never. After tonight, it's truly never say never. Cam G with a $100 super chat. What's up, JD? My God, I can't believe he's back. I was almost in tears. I will forever be a CM Punk fan and, of course, a fan of yours. Much love. OTS for life. Thank you, Cam G. As always, man, happy to have you here, brother. Stu Sexton with 45 months, three months from that new badge. Brother, you're going to get that Mustang emoji just in time when I get my dark horse, brother. Your reviews are always great, bro. Thank you for everything you do for the community. We appreciate you. Thank you, Stu. I appreciate you, man. JC720 with 16 months. JD, you kept your word. I actually enjoyed the women's match. Five matches kept my interest. OTS, simply the best. I love these short and sweet and impactful pay-per-views, man. Love it. It's the takeover effect. He did this with takeover. Just want more after it's over, you know? Rich Gamble with 19 months. I will drink a nice cold beverage to your milestone tonight. Cheers to you and this awesome OTS family. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate that, brother. Daylin with 13 months. No message. Thank you, Daylin. Branch Oak with 199. Solemn Monster has original Pokemon cards from 1999. So does my mother. She showed me them yesterday. She's got... Uh, a binder that my brother Michael had collected back in the day. I think he's got Series 2. I don't know if they're base set. I don't know if they're base set, but I think it's uh, Series 2 Pokemon. He had a, a hollow Charizard. Uh, Phil with a 999. I have to take back every word because I swore the man was not coming back tonight. What a moment. This is going to change the game. They did the all-out 2021 debut, but with returns. Orton and Punk. Yeah, I didn't think he was coming back tonight either. 
Shinobi with 10 months. Congrats on 150,000 subscribers. No one works as hard as you do, bro. Thank you, Shinobi. Appreciate that, man. The script keeper with a new membership? I'm not sure if that's correct. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But script keeper, thank you. Coil Phoenix with 27 months. Hey, JD, not sure if we have this in OTS, but can we give EO Sky the MVP award for tonight? That jump from the cage while inside a garbage can was epic. EO's fucking great. EO is awesome. Thank you, Coil Phoenix. Sinister with 14 months. Congrats on 150K. Going to be interesting with Punk back in WWE. Orton versus Cody at SummerSlam. Take my money. Congrats to you, bro. Ryback's return is imminent. Long-term booking. No, Ryback's got to retire. Ryback has now retired from pro wrestling. Mama Scripps with a new membership. Thank you, Mama Scripps. I am woman with a new membership. Thank you for the memberships, guys. I, I don't know if these are legit, but thank you. Shatulu Productions with a 499. Happy Punk is back. We'll only watch WWE for his segments on social media. Hope they don't treat him like Cody and have a bunch of meaningless promos. We will see. Zen Book Review with a 299. You see Seth's incident after the show went off the air. I did not. I don't know how I could watch the post-show scrum and do my, my stream at the same time. I'll watch it after it's over. Peter Gaymore of the five. Congratulations on 150. You deserve it. Keep it up. Keep up the great work, JD. Thank you, Peter Gaymore. Scriptkeeper with a $5 super chat. I'm not a fan of CM Punk, but... I am a fan of wrestling. I won't stop watching WWE because of one man. Good on you, bro. Chad Edmonds with a $2 super chat. AEW has 3.94 million subs. Sit down, Melter Stan. What? Who's a Melter stand? Thank you, Chad. I'm going to buy a nice sausage, egg, and cheese on an English muffin tomorrow in your name. They got 3.94 million subs. Who gives a shit? And like every major account on here, 10 to 15% of them are active and the rest are dead. What is your point? AEW stands already crying. Good. Your pain is my... Revenue stream. Love it. Peter Gamor, we need Omos to return now. Hashtag finish the story with a $2 super chat. No, we don't. Mama Scripps with a five. Hey, JD, this PLE was great, but I thought CM Punk showing up at the end ruined the return of Randy Orton. I don't think so. I don't think so. I am woman. JD, you are the best in the IWC, and anyone who says otherwise is just jealous. Thank you for the five. I am woman. GMCU with a 690 Super Chat. Punk versus Cena at WrestleMania. Best for business. 
I don't know. I don't know. Reiki Wizard 777 with a $31 super chat. Appreciate your work, JD. Thank you, Wizard. And a $799 from Wizard. How would you keep Punk and Rollins separated between now and Mania? I don't know. I don't know. That's the beauty of Monday Night Raw. We don't know anything. We'll know more on Monday. I'm just excited to be here. Wolf Dragon with a $5 super chat. Just saw if Punk came back, Ryback would retire. Ryback is retiring. Basic with a $4.99. Just saw a clip of Seth losing his mind when he saw Punk. I read the only person who kept Punk was coming back was Triple H. Man, was he heated. Everybody's going to get over it. Everybody's going to get over it. Believe me. Billy Sizen with a $10 super chat. Hey, JD, you the man. Drew McIntyre left the arena before CM Punk came out. It's all over social media. Don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on either. Sean Ray J with a 10. Congrats on 150 and the record viewer count. You deserve it all. Also, Punk, Seth is definitely a work. Also, a camera guy mentioned to Drew to storm off. Kayfabe is back in WWE. Love it. Arrangements with a 199. Hey, JD, what do you think? Well, who do you think Shinsuke is calling out? I don't know. It could be CM Punk. Could be. Now that he's back. M. James with a $5 super chat. Apparently, McIntyre stormed out of the arena tonight, according to WrestleOps. This can make a lot of WWE superstars angry. They'll have to accept it. Who knows, man? Like I said, whoever does not want him back, you know, and, and is angry, if they have a contract situation coming up, they are more than likely on their way out. Same thing. People in AEW want to come on over and they want to work with them. They're not going to come over. They're going to stay there. If you don't have a problem, they're going to jump ship. It's it's going to work in both ways. We don't know anything yet. And what the fuck does WrestleOps know? They're, they're nothing more than a copy and paste account. They don't have any sources. Arrangements with the 199. Did you see Matt Riddle's tweet to CM Punk? I did not. When I'm on the show live, I'm focused on the show live. D Brown with a 13 months. Just saw Rollins going apeshit at CM Punk off camera on Twitter. I definitely get it. But he's got to get over it and do business. I have to look at all this stuff when the stream is over. Jedi Joker with a $5 super chat. Did you see Seth post-match? It's crazy. I've never seen him like that. I gotta I gotta see this. Rich Gamble with a 499. CM Punk and Seth's real heat angle played out on TV will be awesome, and I can't wait for it. Nate. The Spider Hunter with a 16 months, 16 months in the venue. Ryback, I just lost your tweet. I just lost your super chat. Um, 16 months in the venue. Ryback is not retiring now. He's a piece of garbage. I wonder how the Bucks will respond on BTE. Oh, wait. RIP BTE. He's back. CM Punk. He is indeed back. 
Mr. Premium with a 499. What a night. Hope to see you in Philly. And that all is well, JD. Thank you, Mr. Premium. I should be in Philly, no doubt about it. Dr. 12 Cam with a 27 months. JD, man, you're the best. Just wondering on your thoughts about Drew McIntyre leaving pissed. It may be a work. It may be a work, Cam. Honestly, it may be a work. King Jackson with a 199. That music sounds like the Killer Instinct theme. That's because it was. Expert Collector, 1234 with a new membership. Thank you, Expert Collector. Go collect yourself a cold beverage. Timothy S. with a $5 super chat. Fusion Fall, HQ, 5. Jesse is crying on Twitter and blocking left and right. God is good. Long live CM Punk and long live the king of the IWC. JD from NY206. Thank you, Fusion Hall. Cody Snyder with a $10 super chat. Seth uh, said it a long time ago. I am sure you have, JD. Punk and Triple H working together could kick some serious ass. Well, color me invested. Best in the world. OTS. P.S. Who isn't hypocritical in the long run? We're all hypocrites at the end of the day, and we've all said or done something hypocritical. Matt Fugitive with seven months. Hell froze over. CM Punk is back in the WWE. Indeed it did, man, and I love it. Wrestling fan for life with a three. What a great night to be a wrestling fan. Indeed. Jake Ake with a 10. Hey, JD, great review. I'm so happy Punk is back. Wrestling was dead to me without him. But what about AJ Styles versus CM Punk? I heard Styles never liked Punk. But take my money for that match. It looks like Styles may be getting Roman at the Royal Rumble. I don't think he's going to have anything to do with, with uh, CM Punk right now. Jeremy De, De Jesus with a 14 months. After every pay-per-view, I know where to go right after. OTS for life. JD, you are the GOAT. Thank you, man. Theme parks and things with Johnny with a $5 Super Chat. Wrestling sites already running with Drew left the building right after the match was over. Spreading rumors and walked out seem like they are baiting. That's because more than likely they are. Expert collector with a 499. Love you, JD. Keep up the great work. Hope CM Punk doesn't drop the ball with this run. He definitely needs to end his run with WWE. I think he will. Kal with a $5 super chat. You reached over 8,000 people tonight. 9,100 to be exact, brother. Good shit, man. And congrats. Here comes the Dark Horse. Mustangs rule. Absolutely. Sleep Gang with a $5 super chat. If AEW was cooked before, man. Why are we using this as a way to defame AEW? Stop. Wellington T with a $2 super chat. Look in my eyes. What do you see? Monday Night Raw is going to be must-see. That's what I see. Jay and Joe's World with $1.99. CM Punk wins the Rumble. Always a possibility, Jay and Joe. Richard Scarlett with a two. Three returns. Punk, R-Truth, and Randy. Yes. Jamel Turney with a 499. Did you see the video of Seth losing it when Punk returned? No. I did not. Michael Krause with a two. What's up from Walla Walla? Thanks for all you do. Thank you, Michael. Delightful Entertainment with a 199. Did Punk come out during Collision? His show, LOL. 
Jedi Joker with a five. Thought about getting a box of Paradox Rift earlier. Is it worth it? I will say this, Jedi. Um, the secret art illustration cards are very difficult to pull, and I, I still need most of them. I got all the base cards, but I'm, miss, I'm missing like 80% of the secret illustration rares. It's tough. I may end up buying all of them myself, just so single. I got one more booster box to open. Because I don't know if it's going to be worth it to buy another booster box if I'm going to get all these doubles or duplicates. Kenny Manuel with a five. Triple H is Oppenheimer. AEW is finished. AEW is not finished. AEW has a great pay-per-view coming up. Stop using this as a vehicle to defame and call AEW dead. You're an idiot if you do. Not you, Kenny, but the people who want to cry this on social media, which I know they will, honestly. Ah, Watson with 18 months. Thank you, brother. What an insane reaction for Punk. Welcome back. The best in the world. Hashtag OTS for life. Lord J. Coyle with 25 months. Definitely feels like Punk got himself intentionally fired from AEW so he could return to WWE. Hey, I like a good conspiracy theory every now and then, brother. Who knows? Sue with a 10. JD, as I recall, Drew said he wasn't getting naked. And as for Phil Brooks, I like him. I just hope CM Punk really has changed and my armless Palmer is ice cold. OTS for life and R-Truth is back. Good night. An ice cold armless Palmer is fantastic. Spider-Man 99 with a 10 months. Hey, JD, do you think CM Punk could dethrone Roman Reigns? No. Do I think Punk will do business with Roman Reigns? Absolutely. Wallach Wall with a 9.99. In one night, Triple H has changed the game. Punk and Orton will change everything, and it's emotional to see. Vince needs to go away and let Triple H book creative. JD, stay safe. You too, Jesse, and all of OTS. Vince is not booking any part of creative. I am confident in that. El Mulatto with a 199. McIntyre walked out of the arena pissed. We don't know if that is a work or not. Kal-El with a two. Damn, let me correct myself. Over 9,000 people. Congrats, bro. Thank you, Kal-El. Logan PN with a $10 super chat. Was there tonight. One of the best moments of my life. Seeing Randy and Punk's return was amazing. I'm sure you guys were crazy all night. Great crowd in Chicago. Inverted. What's up, brother? $2 super chat. Where's the solid snake scream? We're a little bit more refined here, brother. I don't like... Uh, I don't really like sound cues like that, like other podcasters do. I, I, I like the more Dr. Disrespect style, clean and just professional, you know? But thank you for the two, brother. Hope you're well. Clone Force with the 499. Happy late Thanksgiving, JD, and OTS for life. Orton and CM Punk are both back. I love it, man. Alex Ali with the two. Turns out WWE did not need Roman Reigns tonight. No, they did not. No, they did not. Robert Jimenez with the two. Great live stream. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Thank you, Robert. Clone Force with a 499. Favorite R-Truth run for me might be 2011 when he went heel and had his imaginary friend named Little Jimmy. R-Truth is funny doing whatever, man. Love it. Brian Owens with a nine months in the OTS venue, almost a year, and love your show, JD. Could CM Punk derail Cody's story? No. I do not think that is the case, but it's going to be interesting to see if they ever cross paths. 
because I do believe Cody left AEW because of the building of AEW around CM Punk for the time that he was there. Alex Ali, Punk main event in that buy-in, get one free special, huh? Yeah. He absolutely is. Cody Snyder, $2 Super Chat. I really wish I'd get AJ Lee versus Mercedes slash Sasha. Who knows? We don't know if AJ's coming back. I don't think she's coming back, but there's always a possibility. Phil with a 999, 150K subs. You deserve it, brother. We all see the hard work you put into the show. We see the dedication you put into your show. Never change. Can't wait to see what the future is. Thank you, brother. That means a lot. Tony Brown, 499. You already know I liked. Bro, there's a lot that you liked on this show. I know. I know. Delightful Entertainment with a 199. Vince thought Great Balls of Fire was a good name. Ah, Great Balls of Fire, pal. Theme Parks and Things with Johnny. $2 Super Chat. Triple H and Punk. Point photo now up. So unreal picture. I got to bookmark that one, man. An average gamer. 710 with a 3699 Super Chat. Hello, JD. Do you think as an owner, TK is disappointed at how his talent and EVPs push Punk into WWE's hands and they lost power because of it? I don't think CM, I don't think Tony wanted to fire CM Punk. CM Punk needed to be fired and Tony did the right thing for the sake of his locker room. Company's mismanaged. Don't know what to tell you. And WWE is going to let them have it. Believe me, they are going to let them have it. Guys, inverted with a $10 super chat. Who's Dr. Disrespect? Never heard of him. Come on, brother, really? Are you trolling me now, man? Just look him up. He's my favorite streamer. Very funny and real. While also playing a gimmick. Guys, what an unbelievable stream, man. You you all blew me away tonight. Blew me away. Nine one zero zero. We almost had ninety two hundred for this stream tonight. Expert collector with a four ninety nine. Do you see CM Punk winning the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania? There is a huge possibility of that happening. Unbelievable stream tonight, guys. You uh, you fucking killed it more than I have ever, ever anticipated a stream. CM Punk is a fucking draw. We know that firsthand right here on OTS. Ladies and gentlemen, the biggest stream in the history of the show... You guys killed it tonight. This was the absolute most support I've ever had ever, man. I don't... 
I love you guys, man. I really do. Thank you so very much. We got 4,200 likes. We still got 4,500 people in here. Inverted with $10 super chat. He knows who Dr. Disrespect is. Violence, speed, and momentum. Absolutely. Brian with nine months. Punk is back. I love it. Guys, next time you see me will be tomorrow. I'm sure we got some CM Punk news that we need to discuss, man. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. Follow me on social media at JD from NY206. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Go check out Manscaped. Manscaped.com. Code script 20 at checkout. 20% off and free shipping. Go check out all the other videos on the channel. There will be more, and we can't wait till Monday Night Raw. Right here on OTS. I'll see you guys on Monday. Ah!